baby, like coast to coast. But on demand, raw and uncut interviews, and all without no ads. Once it's false and once it's true, and the rate you sing grows too. America, America is here for you. Stories from the listeners, they sent to Graham. He'll read the man, be amazed, but Darren may say no. One says red and one says blue, but if it's balls, it just won't do. Gramerica, Gramerica is here for you. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Gramerica Show, uh, 500th episode. Uh, we're celebrating, I guess, with a call-in show, or it'll just be a real short show if no one calls in, and we'll just call it a, d- a show and go to bed early. Right on. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a nice short 500 show, or it'll be a long one. We'll see. <clears throat> hey, at oh, least we get to chat with our buddy Joe Roop. We got our buddy Joe Roop here, magician. Of course, we'll be able to... Um, We'll be able to pump the magic on the mountain because we're going to hang out with Joe here in like 10 months or not even. It's got to be down to like eight, six to eight months from now. We'll be partying with Joe, hanging out, learning some magic. We're going to be learning some other stuff with from Owen Hunt. And, of course, we'll be doing the cold stuff and uh, a bunch of other stuff with uh, Mr. Brandon Powell, Modern Day Shaman. That'll be a fantastic event. There is still some of seats available, spots available, whatever we're going to call them. Over at contact at the cabin.com slash magic. We encourage y'all to check that out. It is going to sell out. I'm telling you, I always say these things are going to sell out. People don't believe me. Then it's sold out. People are bitching. Sorry. Don't say I didn't warn you. Uh, we got everybody's favorite podcaster, Graham. I'm wearing green underwear for the 500th episode. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well. Had a little synchronicity today. Let me tell you about it or should we wait? Did you see the synchro where me and Anthony posted the 500th episode thing in the chats at the exact same time? No, wow, that's crazy. In the contact crazy. at the cabin thread? Wow, really? Yeah. Wow, good for you. Let's hear about yours. Well, no, I, I found this observer thing in my old paperwork. I was looking for my old paperwork today, and I found this observer document. It's like a little uh, flyer that gets sent out. It's like a, it's like an old school, you know. Oh, we have the new ones know, of those are in the truck. Yeah, so I found this old one, and I look, and I see on here it says Grimerica, page six, and then there's a note that if I need, if I want to keep getting them, I have to sign up, right? We still get it. So I had it on my counter, and I go uh, check my email today, and I I get an email for the first time ever from these guys, the Observer email. Really today? Yeah, today. What are they saying? And then I read they've got a review of our show in here. This old one or a new one? This this old one. The old one that I found today has a review of our show, which seems very synchronistic to That's me. That's probably why you're hanging on to it. Well, I don't have the jingle board, so. But it does say some interesting stuff. It says they don't hide behind paywalls as the show operates the value for value model. Poorly. But it says, uh, it says the Grimerica show feels like it's on the cusp of a cohesive explanation of the anomalous events that saturate our reality. Most of the headlining names from alternative research circles have made an appearance on the show during its tenure. Tenure? Yeah, that one. (laughs) The tenure? (laughs) (laughs) 
There was there was a comment here about how we were in the intro for the David. I think they they mentioned the David Weiss episode, which is hilarious because I just got a text about from Paul from Jasper saying that the flat Earth guy David Weiss, the adult brain guy, is on the No Agenda stream right now. Oh, that's great. So that kind of just compounds this whole synchro. But they do he does ma- make a make a mention of how we. We read uh, disparaging emails at the beginning of the show, which makes it, I guess, somewhat um, authentic. Do we have any disparaging emails today? No. It's too bad we didn't. He does say, despite the glowing this glowing review, their show has flaws. The recent run of the show content feels lopsided, favoring more metaphysical conversations over bread and butter paranormal dialogue. Instead of dealing with cryptids and conspiracy theories, they're focused on connected energy and chakras. To be fair, this isn't a huge and departure bogus. for the show, <laughs> as they have addressed similar arenas in the past, albeit much less frequently. There you go. There you have it. Kind of a synchro, I think. On the... I don't have the jingle board. I didn't oh. assume we'd need it. I figured Joe was running all that stuff. I could go get it. No, I got one. I'll go get it for you. I don't, I don't. I got one. I don't know what you need though. No, we're uh, good. We're good. We don't need jingles. You just fucking we're good. hammer what? that shit down on the fly, Joe. So yeah, if you are watching live, if you, <laughs> there you go. Perfect. If you do want to call in, the number is one eight hundred five eight eight zero three three five. You can give us a ring. You can uh, let Graham know how you feel or whatever you want to do. You can tell us a joke. Whatever you want to do, man. It's up to you. I'll read another little bit here. Together, they bring a lighthearted and logical approach to subjects that are often covered haphazardly, expressing a genuine desire to understand the mysteries and synchronicities that they see as possible pieces of a larger universal puzzle. They use their podcast as a platform to analyze their own enduring questions. The rapport extends into the interview segments, and the host's friendship allows them to find a comfortable groove. Friendship. Generating robust discussions with the people who come on their show. Okay, I'm just looking for that one other part, but I can hardly see this even with my reading glasses on. You're going blind, motherfucker. Da, 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 da. Oh, how we about this? Six, 610 area code on the line. Sure, sounds good. Bring him in. All right, here we go. Tonight. You're live. Hello, can I be the first one to say to you guys tonight? First time, long time. Oh, is this Cyrus? Do you know who this is? This is Cyrus. It's, no, you're it's close. Sal, now. it's Sal. Yeah, it's Sal. Salvatore? I was calling out What's up, Darren? It's awesome. Oh, you know, living No, I have dream. a Philadelphia area coach. That's fine, but you're still, I know where you're from. I know where you're at, I bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were asking about the area code to cut out for a second. So congratulations, guys. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. Seems crazy. Yeah, man, five, 500 episodes. That's a significant milestone. Do you remember what episode you were on when we were talking about addiction in Florida? That was Black Budget. No, it wasn't. Oof. That was Black Budget, yeah. Was it? Was Are you sure? Budget. I don't think so. Was it? Uh, yeah, I'm certain. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm 100%. Oh, okay. It was. It's still on the black budget feed. It's on uh, Gramerica Outlaw now in the like pre episodes in the negative numbers. And if anyone wants to get it like direct, um, it's also in my Instagram bio at Salvatore underscore antithesis. 
Nice. For the record. Yeah. So I just wanted to say, I wanted to call in and really congratulate you guys. It's been too long since I've seen you. And I just wanted to, I know you guys have probably heard this story from me personally, but for the general, you know, audience that appreciates synchronicities, it was just funny the way I found you guys. It was sometime in the very early hundreds I found you. Um, I was searched, this was like, you know, maybe, what was that now, like five years ago, probably? Right? Six, probably. Six, yeah. Seven, six, yeah. We just passed Six, eight. yeah. I was going to say probably longer than that. Yeah, so I had, this was when I was first, I was on the, the 101 stuff. I was just skimming the surface. I had always kind of known and, and, and known certain things you, you just know, but I hadn't really started doing my own research yet. I just started listening to podcasts of this nature. And for some reason, I searched um, Micah Hanks on Spotify. It was just really for no reason. I wasn't going to listen to him. I just like wanted to see if he was on there. And you guys popped up instead. Because I guess he was on the show, and that's how I found you. I started listening, and I really never looked back. And then I, I you know, and now we're friends. It's crazy. That's great. Yeah, Micah Hanks was a big uh, supporter of, like, he was a great help getting this thing launched. Totally. One of our first guests. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know. Good guy. Shout out, Micah Hanks. Shout out to Micah Hanks, the Micah Hanks program. How's things down in uh, Colorado? You guys pretty well open back up now, Sal? Corona's over. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't go into Denver unprotected at night anymore. It can get pretty crazy down there. Like with but the I'm, gun, I'm outside the city. I'm more towards like the foothills. Like with the, gun. you know, I mean, make that, make it that what you will. You know, okay. yeah, that's, okay. that's what I mean. I'm getting some handguns soon. Can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. I got to get my license first because Canada. <laughs> That's okay. You mean you don't get to do that with your, with your card? Like, the handguns don't fall under the card's jurisdiction, it would seem. Oh. Fucking racist bastards. You don't you don't need a license out here in Arizona. You can just, you can conceal it. You can yeah. carry it. You can drive dune buggies down the road. It's like Mad Max out here, man. It's the same thing here, but you can't conceal it. You can open carry here, but you can't conceal it. You got to have a permit to conceal it. Well, here it's the opposite. You have to conceal it, and you can't you tell can. anyone you have it ever. You can't scare the shit out of everyone here with an open gun, open carry. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's just good. We're, we're all going to end up paying $17 uh, a bullet pretty soon, so let's hope that doesn't happen. Worth it. Is that why there's a chain shortage out there? Because everybody's melting it down into bullets? Well, it's another one of these things. It's another one of these things. First of all, the chain shortage, in my opinion. I mean, that's that's the first step and get rid of cash. But that's a whole other story. But one of the reasons the ammo shortage is happening is because the CCP, among so many other things, if, if anyone really wants to shit their pants, look up CCP money in America over the last, like, three decades. Um, the what, point being is they ha- they're invested in so many factories that make components of the ammo, and they're just, like, shutting them down. Wow, really? Eh? So that, they can't that's even one eat. of the reasons there's such an ammo shortage, in addition, in addition to demand rising in, in crisis situations. It's a good thing uh, I've got plenty of ammo. I was prepared. People call me crazy. Yeah. And I'm prepared. I advise them prepared on that front. I'm not. And but, not on that front. But it's hard to believe that or you guys have Or am I just haven't... saying that? Or am I just saying that? <laughs> It's hard to believe you guys haven't insulated yourselves from like from manufacturing ammo. I mean, if anything, you don't want their hands in, right? Is is your guns? 
I mean, can't you guys just keep made in America grid, for the right? guns? I mean, they sold the power grid, bro. Yeah, they're literally. <laughs> <in our laughs> they did. They're not. That's not even a joke. They really are in our power grid. They're in everything. It's. It's. I'm telling you. It's been, it, I, you can't even do it for more than an hour. It's freaking scary. They bought up corporations. They own the New Year's Eve like uh, ball drop ceremony now. Go watch it. We didn't do it for COVID, but the past years before that, it's always promoting some Chinese tourist town. And they have these Chinese ambassadors dropping the ball and this, that, and the next thing. Yeah, we're doing a show uh, on the organ harvesting Let's coming deep. up. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's a huge part of it, man. That's scary stuff. You better start learning how to get out of body, man. I mean, it's the only way you're going to be able to fight these people is if you if you become a ghost. You know, you got to. Is that, is that Joe Roop? Everybody. Fucking crazy thing to say, Joe Roop. I love I'm it. I'm with Tell you. us how you how you do that. No, I'm saying, well, hi, Joe. Well, you, you, well, you hi, got Joe. laser. What's up, brother? Uh, you got. Uh, laser weapons, energy weapons, they're in our water, energy, they're trying to take our guns, all this stuff. I mean, you could become a ghost right now if you practiced, right? And still affect the physical realm. Who can stop that? Why aren't we spending more time doing that? We come back to the physical realm? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I think I think that people like us are spending time doing that, but the people who you're not going to reach, aren't, you're not going to reach, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's a lot more of that going on. I, I like to hope there's a lot more of that going on than we than we see. I'm not working on my spiritual warfare game much at all. I got to admit, <laughs> I'm, it's probably pretty weak. <laughs> but, hey, man, that's that's all this is, Darren. When you get down to it, that's all this is, man. In my opinion. But I think I'm my pretty good at actual warfare. Sure. So, yeah, well. I'll protect I you guys while you guys know, are meditating the bad guys. So, right? Joe, you're you're not talking about quiet. you're not talking about just going dissociative while you're getting tortured or something yeah. like that. You're talking about like you know, sort of like what do you? Yeah, like like what do you want to know? What what, what well, do you want to know? Because like you're talking like game, saying, like you're talking like many faces from the Game of Thrones, like that kind of stuff, or like to, like give us some more details well, on this. Kind of, it'd be it'd be it's even better than that, dude. Like you could get out of body, go into a government building, and they have their own people guarding it. By the way, astrally, astrally, yeah. yeah, hell yeah, astrally. they do. Yeah, hell but you yeah, can still get in there and see what you need to see, spy on what you need to spy, and if you get good at it, move physical stuff around, just mess stuff up. You know, how do you think all those missiles and nuclear missiles got? You know how uh, I think it was Doctor Sal or what Salas or something that Michael talked Salas, about those yeah. nuclear, yeah, with the you know, the missiles that got knocked away and all that stuff. It's, it's just beings, either human or other beings. I know it sounds crazy, but that are they know how to do that stuff and project it. We can do the same thing. We just don't work on it because they got us focused on all the stuff to be scared of, you know. And friends reunion. Yeah. And they friends. Keep us away. They keep us away from that. You know, the, the holy books were constructed the way they were constructed for a reason. They tell you not to mess with that stuff for a reason. Yeah. And it's not really to for the benefit of your spiritual life. It can be actually because if you don't know what you're doing, you can really invite some unwanted things into your life. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, I think I think a lot of that. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. I, I don't know. I like all the unwanted things for some reason. They make me feel good. 
<laughs> well, I mean, it's hard enough to have a lucid dream, never mind about like I mean, leaving yeah. your body going and breaking into the government facility that's astrally protected. I mean, holy, that's like next level ghosting. I mean, start off with a lucid dream for me. I don't least. even think that's called ghosting. That's like something else. That's like that inception shit. That's incepting. Yeah. You're incepting. <laughs> yeah. It has an actual name, I think. I well, think. I mean, Robert Monroe, like, if you, you guys saw that movie, Third Eye Spies. They never talked about him, but he was I in all, haven't yet. He was yeah, in all I the haven't. pictures. And I need to. In his first, his first or second book, he went to the White House to try to talk to the president in the astral realm. And there were guards in the astral realm that told him, you know, you can't come through here. So... That's pretty trippy. You should come clean my house in the astral realm. <laughs> <laughs> then Just, I'll believe you. Know, <laughs> if I come downstairs tomorrow and the house is spotless, I'll be like, oh my God. Yeah. There's people to do it, man. Like I'm sure you just I'm not trying to say I'm, I'm good at it. I just, I just know that people do it. That'd be I'll pay you with moon, physical dollars. That's the moonlighting job for sure. Yeah. <laughs> while you're sleeping, you're even cleaning while you're sleeping. Maybe you could do a couple places at once. Can you split yourself astrally? I haven't tried that yet. It'll be risky. Like being two places at once, you mean? Yeah. yeah I haven't tried that yet. Cleaning two I don't think that's possible. Cleaning two apartments. We're saving on travel. <laughs> You're saving on travel time either way. I think we. I think. I think it, we'd do better by spending our energy on that than picketing and stuff. It doesn't seem to get anywhere, you know. Just gets Maybe you we'll identified. Just gets you identified quicker, you know, as a yeah, as right. a dissenter. As a what's the critical? What do you think? Five hundred episodes. Joe, what do you think the critical <laughs> mass point for that would be? Critical mass point for we, it would be. We, yeah, like how many people would have to be engaging in this for it to like really start making a difference? Is what, that's what I mean by critical mass. Oh, I don't know. There's already a ton of people, entities and stuff engaging in it, but how many people that had a purpose? Man, it wouldn't take more than 100, you know? Really? I mean, it's, it's, I, I'm talking about like how because so many right away you have to uh, like I would ha I would uh, I would think that right away immediately three quarters or more of the country is completely has no capacity to even believe that you, that shit is possible. Well, that's true. Yeah, you right? got a point. I don't know. We need. So I guess what I'm asking is, we need Darren. Yeah, just like, yeah, I he needs to hurry up that. and get on his yeah. spiritual game. You know. Yeah, Darren would help. <laughs> He's the leader. Who me? Ground I don't. Want, I'm not. I don't want to. Uh, I don't. I don't want to clog up the phone lines. So if you want, just give me the word. If anyone else is calling or whatever. Get the fuck out of here! No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not the leader. Graham's the leader. I mean, this is documented. It's been said multiple times. Graham's the leader. You're the protector, then. You I'm the, the CEO. You got <laughs> <laughs> And that's awesome, Joe. It's good to talk to you again, man. It's uh, I've been I was just listening to Lightning Void like two or three days ago. I didn't know you were going to be here. That's that's awesome. I'm the Ground America phone guy. They just let me play around too. It's really cool. Yeah, I realize that now because they're all you guys are connected on Fringe and whatnot. I, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I think that's a great a great partnership, and I support it completely. What are you getting into now, Sal, for research-wise? Like, I, th I remember a couple of years ago, was it? I think it was China, right? That's what you were saying you were going to 
go down the rabbit hole on? It was, I was, I was trying to do like, it wasn't necessarily China as much as it was the Far East and Japan. It was really almost Japan more than China, their role in the new world order and all that. Oh, that's what it but was. But then, right. you know, COVID yeah. kind of happened. Yeah. COVID kind of threw that off. So my research sort of went into China. I think I've mentioned that a couple of times tonight about just, just, it was not even anything serious. It's just for my own personal, like trying to know how to navigate capitalism and what to support and not to support type thing. That's really why I was doing that. But the real stuff now I'm, I'm getting into is I'm kind of steering away from the, the conspiracy New World Order stuff in, in a dark, depressing manner. And I'm trying to go towards the origins, man, towards like ancient Sumeria and Mesopotamia origins. and, uh, you know, the, the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Secret Book of John, stuff like that. I'm trying to learn right now because you can te- they give you everything you need on Oxford EDU and in addition to, to learn how to translate these ancient symbols. And in addition, there are hundreds of tablets that have not yet been translated. So you can actually go on there and translate these tablets and submit them. And they'll Jesus. post your work on Oxford.edu. Wow. Hey, isn't there still caves to be yeah, found so too, they say? Now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. No doubt. I don't doubt that at all. And then, uh, yeah, doing and then and then right finishing up writing my book, man. We're gonna do it as an audio book. Sounds, sounds good. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to Aeon Byte talking about the Dead Sea Scrolls. I think, I think that's the same yeah, couple episodes. I that you, last night. Yeah, and and uh, kind of fascinating how they think there's a whole whack more caves too, and then the way those were found, right? Just kids playing, kids playing broken pottery yep. from a soccer ball or something, found the cave with the Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> We should find some. Do you know stories. how the original Gnostic Gospels were found? I don't know. That's, really that's even a crazier story, I think. Is it a, a person in like a group of, I believe it was Turkey. I believe it was Turkey. Um, you know, this is people who still live a rather primitive life were going to settle a blood feud and get revenge on someone that killed one of their family members. And they stayed in a cave overnight and it collapsed and they found the books in the, and when it collapsed and just ended up not going to kill this guy. I made a lot of money on the books instead. It's wow, wild. It's in the intro to Elaine Pagel's Gnostic Gospels book. Well, who pays? Who? Who's the? So when they find that book, you will not get me out of a blood feud that easily. Like who pays them for that uh, book? Yeah. Where, how? Who's the first person that exchanges I believe money? They went to like I believe they. I believe they went to the Turkish government, or I believe it was Turkey. You know, it's, if anyone has the Elaine Pagel's Gnostic Gospels book, the only one she wrote a bunch of books, that's the one about the Gnostic Gospels. It's right on like the first two or three pages. It's in the intro. It's like, the, it's like a paragraph and like the first thing she says. So if anyone can read, you can find that. It, it'll tell you exactly. But I believe it was the Turkish government. I think some, I think some like. private investors got a hold of a couple of the Dead Sea Scrolls. Huh? So I was that just, too, and yeah. I think I was I was kind of just uh, using. I was saying it more metaphorically too. Like I don't really know exactly what happened, but I just know that he didn't end up going to take revenge after that. Wow, that's fascinating. And I would assume it would be money to find something like have that. Have you Have you read the coal? Have you looked into the coal burn at all? I we talked we talked about this uh, off off air. A little, I I've just started. Um, Finding out about that, there's just so many. There's the Emerald Tablets that Thoth apparently wrote, yeah, yeah. but they're like they're they're among the most interesting, man. But they have like they they must be very modern because they have like a rhyme scheme to them in English. It's, it's very bizarre. But there's so much information in those uh, the Emerald Tablets. The 
trying to think, but there's there's another big one I'm forgetting. Um, it's not the ancient Sumerian tablets. It's not Mesopotamia. It's the Babylonian ones. There's a, I know there's a Gospel of Jesus. There's a Gospel of Mary Magdalene. There's a Secret Book of John. There's Gospel of Thomas. Um, oh, that's still the oldest Enoch, one, though, obviously. Right? Uh, Gospel of Thomas is still Which, the oldest, I think. The oldest of the Gnostic Gospels or the oldest? It's the oldest period? Gospel period that's been found. I see. I I, that, I couldn't tell you that. You may very well be right. There's a, you can you know as soon as you read it, you know why it's not in the real Bible. You know, there's some there's some pretty cool stuff in there. Not that the regular Bible doesn't have cool stuff in it too, because it does. But you know, they the New Testament has been a uh, very great. The New Testament may very well be have been the first piece of Hollywood style mind control. You yeah, know? I was thinking that when I was listening to that episode, how all these things that have been left out of the new Testament, like the book of Enoch and, and, among them. And, and I thought, I thought of that exact yeah. thing. They took all this, they, they cleansed it. They put out what they wanted to, to create this whole new sort of thing. And I felt like that was, that was like the, the, what they do now in the modern times. I mean, this is like, I thought the same thing. It's yeah, almost it's a, a, the initial programming, stuff, the initial, you know, television Totally. Exactly. Exactly. And it, but that's a very touchy subject, man. You know, like that can that that pisses people off and start talking about that. Because there's okay, you want to you want me to really get in, into like this shit, man? If you, if you want me to, I'll get I'll get into it, bro. See, like he said, there's where there's the, I'm talking about the actual Bible here. Jesus says, "Oh my God, uh, two Corinthians one eighteen. I want to say I don't know for sure. I could be off on that, but I know it's in Second Corinthians. Satan is the god of this world." Okay, Satan is the god of this world. Satan simply means adversary. Okay, he also says that the light that appears to Saul on the road to Damascus, who then became Paul and became the apostle, and he went on to write all this stuff in the you know, New Testament. New Testament. Paul wrote like two thirds of the New Testament. They say um, Jesus claims that that light that appeared to Saul is Satan, is his adversary. But that light, so essentially, in my eyes, um, it, 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 it's Yalpabas. That the, that the Christ is probably someone else earlier on, like Yahshua. A lot of people say it's Yahshua who came down and said, you can't be doing blood sacrifices, you can't be doing blood magic, you can't be doing this, you can't be doing that. And they either wrote about Yahshua in a more modern context, or he came back again, or whatever the case may be. Um, Joshua was the one who came down and tried to stop all of this stuff. Does that make sense? Am I, are you guys following me? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a cool cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joshua seemed to be a good guy. So in the eyes, what I'm saying is in the eyes of Gnosticism, Yaldabaoth was the Gnostic demiurge created by Sophia without the permission or consent or knowledge of her male counterpart, God, the creator. You know, the Sophia being the divine feminine, him being the divine masculine. And Sophia created this thing, and, you know, it's, it's kind of ignorant, and it made it the archons, it created this world. So the, the thing is, then we can get into to the Cathars and why the Vatican suppressed these writings for so long and still suppressed these writings. Um, they killed the Gnostic Cathars. I might be, I believe it was the Cathars. And I, I think I was saying to you, Graham, the other day when we were playing D&D &D or something, that Cathar, catharsis, 
Like this, what, what catharsis is an emotional cleansing. Does, does that put into our lexicon because the Vatican considered getting rid of the Gnostic heresy and emotional cleansing? Catharsis, because they, did, they no longer had to worry about people spitting the truth and breaking their spells of mind control. Fuck yeah, that's fascinating. Did I, did I, did I connect? Did I bring yeah, full circle? Oh yeah. Joe, what do you it think about sense? that? I think it's makes it would make more sense than the doctrine that I grew up with. For sure. I mean, it would make it all make more sense. It sounds right, you know? Like, uh, Yeshua ben Joseph is, was, was what the guy's name was called. Then there's Yeshua ben David. It's been called a lot of things. And then uh, if you look into the history of the Essenes, that's pretty interesting, too. It all kind of connects uh, back to that, too. And uh, I don't know if... I don't know if you guys have studied any of um, Doskalos or Dr. Stylianos or Teslas, but his stuff is pretty interesting, too. But, can, yeah. can you say that name again? Doskalos? Yeah, it's easier. Yeah, the whole name. It's the whole easier name. to just say Doskalos, like if you look up Doskalos. Okay. Yeah. Okay, will do. Doskalos. Doskalos. is probably the coolest and truest form of Christian mysticism I've ever read that and they also, he also has a tree of life, like a Kabbalistic tree of life that supposedly goes from the Essenes back to Egypt. But the tree has different symbols on them. And he said it's more of the original uh, Egyptian uh, version before the Jews got a hold of it. I don't know. But a lot of the stuff that uh, he teaches checks out. So Sounds pretty anti-Semitic, Joe. I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> That word means that word just means Arab. I don't know. It's crazy how they are able to control and twist language like that. But I wanted to ask you, Joe. Do you know approximately when this guy was writing or teaching or whatever? Do you know when he existed? Doskalos? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think he passed away either in the late '80s or '90s, but I don't know when okay, he was so born. Okay, so he's contemporary. Yeah. So Daniel Joseph, who's been on my show a few times, actually uh, traveled to the Isle of Cyprus. Right to act, to witness uh-huh. what this guy could do because there's a book called The Magus of Strovolos, uh, and that's another witness account to what this guy can do. But Daniel Joseph went over there to visit him, and you can listen to some of his teachings on YouTube if you just look up Doskalos, right? Um, but supposedly, you know how like um, um, the secret societies, like um, Theosophists and Madame Lavatsky, that group. They talk about secret uh-huh. masters or hidden chiefs and secret masters all the time. Ascended masters? Yeah. Well, they call or them ascended secret masters chiefs. Or, or... So, okay. I think that's, they're two different things. Yeah. yeah so this guy. Yeah, go ahead. I know what you mean. This guy was one of them that taught them. And he's not. Doskalos one? Yeah. And he never, like, he's not a guy that comes out and not like all these gurus you see now or anybody never cared for any recognition. People just found him out there and then started writing, writing about him and stuff. So, but he was a, um, a hands-on healer and he wrote a lot, a lot of books about your etheric double and your etheric body and the different, uh, ways you can heal that way. Some pretty trippy stuff. Where did he live? What, what, what country was he from? from uh, Russia, Cyprus, I believe. That's practically Russia. Cyprus. Okay. You said that. That's like a, yeah, that's like an island. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. Sal. Yeah, thanks, thanks, man. I love, I love discovering new things. We 
appreciate you calling in. Hopefully we'll see you again soon at a cash yeah, or guys. something. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. Um, I'll talk to you guys soon. It was a pleasure calling in. I have fun the rest of the night. And I love you guys, man. I'll love you, Sal. Thanks, love buddy. Love you too, buddy. Stay cool. Take it easy, guys. Somebody else has got to call in. You got some tarot cards there, eh, Joe? Do you want to get that going, or should we uh, just chit-chat a little bit and get some more calls in? I think my kids are going to try and call in here right away. Oh, my God, really? Oh, that's cool. Really? They want to be celebrities one day. That's awesome. (laughs) Let's see, we got uh, 757. You ready ready for this? 75. Good, guys. How do I sound? Pretty good. You sound great. Uh, happy 500. That's amazing. Uh, I'm really glad to, to. Thanks. Who's who's calling? Sorry, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. This is Booberry, uh, Mothman and the Mini Apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> y'all are part of the original trilogy, Trinity, I should say, with the uh, Higher Side Chats and Tinfoil Hat. Found oh. y'all back in 2016 after a stagehand recommended Greg's show and. Uh, Popped on. I was having some stuff going on as far as a third eye forcing itself open, almost in a sense. And wow. um, yeah, I've been hanging out and listening ever since. That's awesome, buddy. It's we're so grateful to be in the trilogy with Tinfoil Hat and THC. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's great company. Yep, it's cool. Good company. Yeah, to I be just met, uh, met Sam for the first time in the. Uh, Sam had a show here not too long ago, probably two weeks, two weeks ago. Met him. It's a great time. And uh, there was a there was a synchronicity, funny enough, that I kind of had a, an involvement with at the beginning of this show. Uh, whoever texted in about the No Agenda stream playing David Weiss, he was on our show last week. David Weiss was? <laughs> That's a flat earth guy. He tried to come on Lighting the Void, too, but I didn't. I just don't talk about flat earth. That's so weird because I was going to say to the guy, to Paul that texted me, I've seen him around a lot lately. <laughs> Weiss is making the round. Yeah, he was on a, he was on OBDM uh, not too long ago. I know that he reached out to Grumpy Old Benz as well, and uh, I don't think that ever ever came up or actually happened. But uh, it was that appearance on that that y'all did with the with the Benz with Sir Bemrose and Darren O'Neill that. Uh, really kicked my ass into gear for sticking with it. And, um, it's just, it's been, it's been a ride. It's been a lot of fun and, uh, trips me up. My mind. Well, we appreciate that. We appreciate that you stick around for all that time, man. It's cool. Blows me away that people, uh, listen to the show for that long, that many episodes. I'd be sick of me by now. I mean, I've been sick of Graham for a while. (laughs) (laughs) If anything, if anything, I only want more. So that's why that's why you got to sign up for Outlaw Plus because it's uh, sick. It is such a sick show. I love that shit. Thanks, buddy. I love how hard you guys go on that. Yeah, it, it is. It is quite a phenomenal podcast. Do you think that? Do you think that we're still we're going to stay in this loophole of free speech and podcasting for a while? Uh, I think. Uh, I think. Where there's still a will, there's still going to be a way. 
So it becomes an issue of when we stop wanting to say the stuff that we need to say, then yeah, it's probably going to go away. But uh, people always find workarounds. You know, there's always ways to bleed through the fence or bleed, you know, skirt on by through the system. Always has been, always will be. What until is some, it's not an option anymore. <laughs> that's a good point. It's until we start censoring ourselves so much that, it, you know, we end up stopping, inadvertently stopping talking about the important things, you know. Till we give up. Till we give up, yeah. Right. I, no, then we'll go back to short ways. Uh, I don't think we'll have I, to I give up. I think the... Uh, the idea of federation is gonna is gonna help a whole lot. Where even if even if the shows have nothing to do with each other, it's still kind of together but separate. Um, which started as a joke in a lot of the theater stuff that I used to do, but uh, now it's starting to <laughs> make a little more sense. But um, yeah, I mean, just as long as you keep producing stuff and keep coming back to your audience every week, and the audience keeps coming back to you, I don't. I don't think that they will be able to shut anybody down. Uh, it's just it's just a matter of when it actually flips over and we're full bore authoritarian, totalitarian. Like it's the the actual inaction of the Great Reset and Build Back Better, not this slow burn. Got to warm up the pot a little bit. <laughs> don't want the frog jumping out or nothing. Yeah. Well, they come at it with a blowtorch. That, that's the one I'm looking for is the blowtorch to the frog in the pot. <laughs> when, as soon as the blowtorch comes out, you're out of there. What, when do you think that's going to happen? Like, what would well, you, what would you say? Well, me and my uh, co-host, Lavish, we, we, we have at least been able to give it a, uh, like a term to define it, and that's the great unzipping. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's coming down, it's coming down, and it's coming apart, and it's coming apart, but at some point, the whole thing's just going to drop. Oh, I like that. And, and the uh, zipper comes out the bottom, and it opens right up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so is it going to be 2030? I mean, that was the, that, they had that agenda, 2030. Uh, all, all of those pharma douchebags are saying, oh, expect this for the next 10 years. Got to get prepared for a permanent pandemic. Uh, they, they, I don't know. Oh, hot tip. I, I don't know if you guys bother with the Disney Plus, but the keeper wanted to check it out. So I've been watching it with her. <laughs> Second episode, they're going full bore predictive programming. There's a whole speech, like back to back. First, you get the sort of esoterica, what's running behind the scenes, and then they got the ideas of what 2030, 2040, 2050 are all going to look like. And um, it's a little uh, <laughs> quite apparent, I think, if you're, if you're knowing what to look for. That's my hot, what, hot what, tip what of the sh- day. What show are you talking about? Or just all the, are you talking about all the shows, kind of, or all the new ones? Or? Oh, my bad. It was uh, the new Loki episode, too. Oh, the, okay, okay. What, what's, what's, your show, uh, what's your show called again before I forget to ask? It's uh, behind the schemes, SCH3M3S. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ah. I heard you on uh, No Agenda the other day, uh, somebody plug in your show. Hell yeah. It's, uh, we, we've been, um, I've been listening to, here's something I, I can't, I, I know when I found you guys, I know when I found Fireside and Tinfoil Hat, but No Agenda just 
started happening every week. I don't know where I found it. I don't know who I found it through. I just started listening and was totally into it. And uh, it was a real lifesaver for 2020 because I, I used to do Broadway tours. And we were in Ontario, Canada when everything shut down. And it was this whole, like, oh, we got to flee. We got to get across the border now. And just it was a shit show. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm sitting there telling uh, telling other cast and crew we're kind of doing our, like, last supper um, on the other side. And we don't know when we're going to see each other. And I was telling people there at the time, I want all of the patrons to line up on the way out and just start coughing into my mouth. Like, let's do this. Let's get it over with. And this what? was in March of last year. <laughs> Have a COVID party, yeah. Hell yeah. Spreading is Karen, I guess. I shouldn't make that joke. It was a bad joke. Um, but no, I it, I kind of lost the point what I was uh, where I was going with that one. Damn. About uh, no agenda about no agenda and how, how no. you how it changed your attitude. Oh, there. right, right, right. Yeah, so I was probably listening um at least September of that year, but uh, I was listening to No Agenda as we fled across the border, and then we came back, and you know, I, I'm the Mothman of the Minneapolis, so that's Minneapolis, Minnesota, and uh, I was there for all the riots and everything when the fucking precinct got taken the second night, and everything popped off, and uh, at every turn, No Agenda community's been there, been rocking away, and, and we've had a blast, and uh, they're 100% the most fun part about doing the show is just uh, interacting, hanging out with everybody, having a good time, and talking some conspiracy shit. Do you think that uh, a lot of those riots were stra um, strategically located based on um, real estate? I've, I've seen the videos. I've seen them lay out the map size. I was spending a lot of time down that way before they happened. After they happened, not so much, but we, we moved quite a far, I shouldn't say far ways out, but probably 25 minutes further away from downtown. Um, and this was on the south side of downtown. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt it for a second. I wouldn't doubt it for a second. I'm not the most savvy uh, real estate planner. Um, that would definitely be something to talk to my buddy about because he, he, he sees these things. He, he sees how the maps for cities get laid out. So he'd have a better understanding, but, um, it's, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, argue it. I can't remember who it was. Uh, I saw it was Ka either Catherine Austin Fitz or Rosa Quarry or something talking about the, the, uh, the placement of all those riots in the, sort of the opportunity zone type thing happening from it. For sure. It was gnarly, man. It was really gnarly. I was following the riots around for a couple of days, but it just got to the point where you get back and you, you I mean, people have been pushed to the point where they're really just like emotionally torn and, and broken and hurt. So you can feel that and soak it up. And at the same point, you just know that, they're getting egged on to the, to the extremes. And I mean, there was the, the umbrella dude first, he was the cop from St. Paul. And then he was the white supremacist dude or the, uh, not the white, I shouldn't say white supremacist, but he was the hell's angel guy. Right. And, and they just kept pushing the bar, the bar further and further back and like, Oh, there's no people that were out of town, but yet there's this guy from four hours up North that was arrested and he was indicted. And, 
uh, just the whole thing was a mess. Seeing huge pillars of smoke on the way home. I was on the interstate going the other direction when the fucking semi truck came through the uh, the protesters that were on the interstate. Um, it's just. It was a it was a shit show. I apologize for the language, but <laughs> I don't know what else to I don't know what else would be a better descriptor. Cluster Got some weird photos out of it for sure. Foobar. Yeah, foobar is a good one. Foobar, foobar yeah. <laughs> Come on down to Foobar, Minnesota, where we got all your right needs. Has it calmed down now? Uh, man, it's calmed down in the news media, I'll tell you that much. It took me a week to find out that a guy just plowed another car through a group of, well, he, he didn't, he plowed through another parked vehicle that was being used to block an intersection, and the parked vehicle is what hit somebody, and, um, and I found out a week later, and I, I live here, but unfortunately, the... The people that I still know on the feedbacks, aka Facebook, they weren't kind enough to t- let me know uh, that this had happened. Um, there's been probably two, three weeks of protest now. Is that uh, the one? A handful of events. Is that the one where the guy got dragged out of the car and beat up afterwards? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they suspect drugs and alcohol were involved in the accident, and I just. It's foobarbed, man. Really foobarbed. Yeah, it's pretty crazy that if you end up in in your car in one of those things, you know, you're in a no win situation. You know, you stand there, and if you don't if you don't move forward, you're you could get you know shot or your window smashed in, like happened in in uh, Utah. Or you can just hit the gas pedal and then be in real trouble. Guess you just decide in the moment what's best for you. Yeah, Yeah. it works for you. Might do a little. Both. What works for me is probably uh, avoiding the area for yeah. well, a little while longer. <laughs> best to just stay away. Avoid. Best to avoid. That's probably the best bet. What are some of the topics you're interested in? Well, I really like uh, esoterica and occultism. Um, probably most favorite symbology in Hollywood. I really appreciate seeing all the little call outs. What that tells me is that. It's not the cast. Or maybe the cast is into it for sure. Um, but it's like the set designers and the set decorators and the production designers. It's all of those people that are uh, the ones that drop this stuff in, the script writers. Maybe not so much the editors, but it, it's a lot of the crew. And like I said, I got an entertainment background, and it's just it's, it's, uh, it's easy to pick it out. A lot of fun to pick it out. Huh. Cool. So you think it's happening like at that level? Um, right? Yeah. That's interesting. For sure. For sure. I, I unfortunately the, the name of the gentleman escapes me, but he was the Disney insider that y'all had on Outlawed. Matt, Matt DeMille. Yeah, Matt DeMille, right, being uh, Cecil DeMille's ancestor. Yeah. That's uh I live for for, for shows like that. <laughs> yeah. So much fun. Yeah. Reconstructing Hollywood, man, it's just a magic factory, nonstop happy feels. And then when you consider what no agenda is breaking down with the uh with the way it looks like Hollywood and, and uh 
and uh, China are having a, a TNZ level breakup. It's going to be interesting. Definitely keep your eyes on them. Well, maybe not. That's what they want. Best to avoid. It's like the riot. Best to avoid. In my opinion. Yeah, there's a, there's certainly a level of, uh, I think riot porn was a, was a good descriptor of it. Because you'd see one definitive group of people trying to tear stuff up, and then you'd see another definitive group of people coming by and using it as photo opportunities. That was, that was definitely the one reoccurring theme that I saw over and over and over again. How many people were posing for pictures? Hmm. So speaking but of I being in the entertainment, to, up. no, go ahead. Sorry, what were we saying? I was going to say I wasn't going to hold up any, any of the time anymore. All right, buddy. That's, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. I hope you keep listening. Hopefully you're a supporter. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully you call back. You when we do what our next call will yeah. be like six sixty six. <laughs> Love it. Sounds like a great time. All right. Y'all take care. Have a good one. Thanks, buddy. Have a good night. You got a card for us now, Joe, or a caller? No callers. No callers yet. You got to keep giving out the number. People, for some reason... You know. It's on the stream, but it's one eight hundred five eight eight zero three three five. If you do want to call in, I suppose in the meantime you could pull a card for us, see how our future's looking. We wish you a happy five hundredth. Hopefully, and not yeah. a. Uh, you never asked me how I found Grand America, but I, I really don't remember, so I don't think I could tell that story. You don't remember, really? I think because I've been listening to it for so long, I think it. I think I actually found you guys when I first started listening to podcasts, uh, when I was listening to Joe Rogan, like back when it was cool, you know, and uh, back when was I was edgy. like, well, there's got to be more cool podcast on here. And it was honestly, it was the artwork that you guys had that got my attention. Wow. And the word that's good Gra to know. Grimerica. And I was like, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. So <laughs> I just started playing it. And uh, <laughs> I'm serious, man. I just started playing it, and that's how uh, that's that's how I started listening to it. Miles, and I always liked the beginnings and stuff. I like the guests too, but I like to hear the both you guys talk, and then uh, hear the people that would email you and tell their stories, and then listen to you guys give each other a hard time. It was always fun to listen to. Miles so, listened to his first Grammarica the other day. And it was the one where we were, where I was making fun of his bad skeet shooting. Oh my God! Really? That's a bit of a synchronous. What the chances? Yeah, he texts yeah. me. What do you want me to pull a card for? I mean, just uh, I'll let Graham handle that. That's his I don't department. know. <laughs> it's the more metaphysical department. Uh, how about for the uh, for the the next like six months kind of thing, like for the, the next six months, yeah, like for the new, you know, for this. Well, there's been a lot of big changes that happened right around 500. You know, I, I'm kind of doing this and narrating sort of full time, and um, lots of changes. So yeah. So what are the next six months going to be like for? Yeah, is that a good one? Is that a good one? Or 
Well, yeah, and we just the rest started, of 2021, yeah, basically. We just started the new show at the end of January, and the other yeah. new show at the end. Outlawed is turning six months. Rockfin's turning already. Wow, five months. Really already? Wow, that's look at that. Ace of Pentacles. You can't get better than that, dude. Oh wow! You guys are you, you guys have you're gonna in the next six months you're gonna have, be hit. You'll have mastered the Pentacle. In other words, money. All the physical stuff you guys want to do, events, everything's—it's going to be loaded. Wow, that's, that's a good card. Fantastic, then. that's a good Ace card. Of Pentacles. Wow. It's a, I mean, yeah, it's the root of—it's uh, like you've mastered how to make money with a podcast, how to make it successful, how to make it flourish in the earth. You're good. You got that tool down. Wow, sweet. Uh, hopefully, we just figured it out like yesterday. <laughs> I have like seven, six hundred pages of this book two secret doctrine to read. So I mean, you know, maybe that's a good sign that that'll. The audio books have been going better than expected. I mean, we were just talking about that last night. How that seems to be, you know, everything's sort of starting to ping, at least to the point. I gotta that, get into that. But now we're starting more fucking stuff. I mean, well, we so got we got one you can collaborate with. Sorry, Darren. Uh, we got one you can collaborate with. The sun, Joe. And what were you, what were you saying, Darren? Well, now we're just you know we're just going to keep venturing into new stuff. Yeah, yeah, is what'll happen. We'll always be busy, and hopefully, uh, yeah, it'll be rewarding. As rewarding as it's been so far, I mean, we can't complain. Five hundred episodes in, Graham's able to to pull the pin on a day job. Hopefully, he's not living under a bridge in six months. But uh, I think the Ace of Pentacles is saying we won't have to worry about that. Yeah, you guys did it right. Don't do what I did. I just pulled the plug on everything just the hell with it, just because, you know, because I'm impulsive and it led me down a, a road of a lot of struggle, you wow. know, so. Well, yeah, no, it was a long process. It wasn't, um, it wasn't quick. It was a tough, one of the toughest decisions ever, but, you know, hopefully it'll, hopefully it'll be good. Yeah, but see, like, if you quit, if you can quit, then you can focus, like, all of your energy on your craft it's and almost, your creativeness. You're right, you know? it's, and it's almost more about energy than time, to be honest with you, because what I've found in the last few weeks is, holy shit, it's, I almost wonder, how the fuck was I doing it before? The time, it's, it's unbelievable how the time flies and how there's not as much time as I thought I'd have. Yeah. It's, it's amazing, like... But I think it's more about the energy than the time, to be honest with you. Wait, are both of you going to quit, or are you just no, quitting No, no, just me, just me. He's okay. already quit. Well, he tried oh, to go part-time, but they just kicked his ass out the door. Uh, <laughs> I do eventually I want to quit. Yeah, but not right away. Not right now. Right now, I've sort of got some work to do. i got a few things i got to take care of before I'm ready to do that. And I want to buy a farm here before I do that, so... I got a couple of things I'm trying to figure out. I, I kind of simplified my life and I don't have kids and, you know, I, I support Mar Maria and I, my, you know, my girlfriend and I, but we're, we're pretty, you know, we're living fairly simple. So it's a little easier. That's cool, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> everyone Everybody says should be jealous. You worked hard for what you got to though. voicemail. Yeah, every, yeah. Well, that might it might be uh, back then. Is that because everyone's yeah. calling at the same time? Well, if someone's yeah, and if someone's on, hold on. 
Yeah, if someone's, I don't have that four line system anymore. I've budgeted down a little bit. Here we go. Oh, I know what happened. Sorry, y'all. Just call back. Wait a second, though. Well, he's a pro. No, not really. No? Well, by definition. Is the studio. Yeah, by, by definition. All right, now you can call back. <laughs> it should work now. All right, now you guys can call back. I pulled up, uh, yeah, six, four, seven, four, wait, four, three. Yeah, just call back. There you go. You ringing? Yeah, we got four. Oh, wait, six, four, seven on the air. Hello. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, uh, Pickering, Ontario. Oh. Pickering. Okay. How's it going there back my, east? Mild stomping ground. Oh, it's going. Uh, you know, we're over here in communist Ontario. <laughs> How are things in Alberta? <laughs> well, <laughs> Better than Ontario at this moment. I mean, yeah, in, no in general, it's gotta, usually better. Yeah, I got a work trip planned going to Edmonton. I heard you guys are lifting the mask mandate. Yeah, as of that already happened. End of the month ends on it ends. Uh, end of the month. End of the month. Everything ends. Everything. Oh, nice. Well, I'll be I'll be there in July. Oh yeah, everything's wide open in July. We've been pretty wide open the whole time, and he just had restaurants to, uh, were closed quite a bit on and off. But now restaurants have been open for a few weeks, and uh, the the stores nice. and stuff never really closed. They never told us we couldn't camp here and stuff like that. Yeah, it's terrible here in Ontario. Like, I can't even express how bad it is. I think, like, we they just allowed us to go camping. Like, you want to camp by yourself? No, you can't do that. I used to call it Unterrible. They just... Yeah, Unterrible, that's a good one. I gotta remember that. That's why well, I moved Congratulations, guys, on... 500. Thanks. Thanks. We appreciate it. I've been listening since about 2013. Wow. That's when we started. I I don't know. Early. Early, early. Yeah. Yeah, That would have been the first. We only did 20 eps, I think, in that year. If you you swing by uh, Calgary uh, when you're coming to Alberta, let us know. We'll meet meet you for a coffee or something. Be nice. I'm I'm going to Edmonton, and so how far is Edmonton from Calgary? Three, three, three hours. Yeah, about three hours. We got the Calgary Stampede happening right away here. That'd probably be oh, worth nice one. That. That's the eighth to the eighteenth, I think, or the ninth to the eighteenth, or something. Huh. So if you're in town, look yeah. us up. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I'll make it up there. I, chances are I probably won't. I'll be pretty busy. I got a full week of work there in Edmonton, and then I'm going to be coming back home. So, well, at least you'll be able to get out on the town. Hopefully, do some shopping, get out for dinner, and uh, it'll be Edmonton. Yeah, exactly. That'll, that'll kind of suck. Edmonton's kind of a shithole, but it's not terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible. It could be worse. Yeah, so uh, I just I wanted to say I found you guys through Randall on uh, JRE. Excellent. Looking for Randall Carlson and, uh, episodes. Yeah, 
Yeah, I want to one one time I'm going to join you on one of those cock cock trips. Uh, I've been I was thinking about <laughs> one of the other ones. Uh, I don't know a year a year or two ago, but didn't end up pulling the trigger on that. Can't wait to go on one of those cack trips. Well, we got we got one coming up in September, one in February, one in April, and then one next November on the books right now. You head over to contact at the cabin dot com if you want to take a look. Put it on, put down a deposit, then you're committed. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Just yeah, especially with COVID now, it's not like I'm too busy. Yeah, and I th- it looks like COVID's over. I mean, for the most part, you guys might be fucked, but we're. Well, I'm hoping so. So how are they? How are they still? I'm just curious. Like, how are they still thinking there's a problem in Ontario there? Or is it just completely? I have no idea. Yeah. Every, everything is based on vaccines, and I think it's the same in Alberta, where it's like we need to reach certain thresholds of vaccinated people, either one dose or two dose, and like you have to hit these certain percentages, and then they give you your rights back slowly. Like it's. It's just wild here. Yeah, and then, like, yeah. you hear people from the States, and they're telling, you know, I'm hearing all this stuff in the States, and it's just wild. Like, in Florida, they just had a 70,000-person concert, and they had the governor, uh, DeSantis, out there. And it's just, like, really makes me want to leave Ontario. But, you know, I, I, like, I like Canada. I like the area here. But it's just the government is uh, it's crazy. Yep, it's it's seventy percent vaccination rates of what they're shooting for in Alberta, which they've got now. They've reached their seventy percent. So my, I I can't believe they've they've made it that far. But I guess that uh, the, all the pressure and the propaganda and the coercion has worked. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Ford's got us on this crazy like these steps. We have to do these steps. There's like a three step plan or some shit and. It's just nuts. Like, I, like I'm not going to get vaccinated, but now I'm thinking, like, man, I hope more people get vaccinated so I can actually, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. have freedom. I was going to tweet out today. I was like, thanks, guys, for taking one for the team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, yeah, my exactly. patience really paid off. <laughs> my patience paid off. I've got my and papers. My whole family, my whole family, they're all in on it. Like, they're all, like, getting vaccinated. And I'm like, you're, like, 27 years old, like my cousin, you know, he's out. Oh, I got my vaccine. Like, man, do a little research. I'll be selling. <laughs> I'll be selling fake vaccine documents for 150 bucks. So if you need some to travel, anything like that, look me up. Of course, it's on the DL. You're gonna have to pay me in bitcoins or some shit, or I don't know. We'll figure it out. But I got you back <laughs> if you need vaccine documents in Canada. Alberta would be better, but whatever. Just say I, you got it. I almost visiting. wonder if it's even if it's even going to happen, you know, like, uh, I think they're still going to require tests. Like I've heard from Americans crossing the border, like you can be fully vaccinated. It doesn't, it doesn't matter at all. You still need a test. Yeah. That's so what I don't it know is when that's going to come. That's what it is for now. For but sure. like if you're fully vaccinated and you need a test, why not just not be vaccinated <laughs> and go get your test? <laughs> exactly. And you still need to quarantine and everything. Yeah. It's it's really hard to say what how it's going to come about because it's it's in some ways it's falling apart. The narr- there's all these doctors and scientists in Canada 
They're they're coming forward with all this evidence, with all this stuff, but it's just not breaking through the mainstream sort of media paradigm that most of the people are living in. So it's like it's 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 hard to say whether it's gonna because they're pushing, they're still pushing for the vaccines. I mean, they're still pushing for the passports. They still want it, but in the fine print, you know, you need to be tested. I don't know where it's gonna go. I don't know. It's gonna be so interesting in the next little while, in the yeah, next few months. It's. I know all of Canada's bad, but you guys are lucky there. Like, I was just in Alberta. I was in Calgary uh, in November last year, and, like, I didn't have to wear the mask. And as I was there, actually, the mask mandates, like, came in effect. Because I'd I'd go into Walmart, and it'd be, like, most of the people weren't wearing masks. And coming from Ontario, like, we've been wearing masks since, I don't even know when, like, early 2020, like, in the summer of 2020. I know it makes you wonder, right? And we're, and then, you know, we put the masks on last summer, August, not us, but like Calgary, August 1st. And it didn't do a fucking thing. And people just still going along with it, you know, and then in Ontario, it's not doing anything there. And you guys have been doing it longer than us. Like there's no law. There's no logic or adjustment to science at all here. It's, it's unbelievable to me. It's absolutely insane. Like I listen uh, to the High Wire with Del Big Tree. That's a great podcast. Yeah, I recommend that to everyone. Been, like if you want to get back to yeah. the science and yeah, he's been killing it with the guests too. He's 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 the one guy. Like if you're going to listen to anything COVID vaccine related, go to the High Wire and listen to that every Thursday. He comes out with it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, and uh, you know, one thing. I want to thank you guys. Uh, you guys were the ones I kept hearing you talking about no agenda. And I was like, what is this no agenda? And then I started listening to no agenda. Now I'm like a massive no agenda fan. And uh, I actually went to one of the meetups uh, yesterday uh, here in Peterborough. And that was just a blast. I, bet and, you. Uh, I just want to thank you guys. Cause no no agendas, Adam and uh, John Peter Borak, they're just absolute beauties. I bet you had a great bunch of people you met with there yesterday. Oh, it was such a change. Like, cause I'm used to just, you know, I, I have a few friends that like, we, we all kind of agree on that. This is all bullshit and that, but a lot of people I'm around, like my family, you know, my, my aunts and uncles, my, you know, my mom's she's, she's kind of there, but she's not, you know, she's, uh, she doesn't really look into things, I guess I'd say, but, uh, to go and meet people that are like fully aware of what is happening is really nice. Yeah. I actually met this, uh, Russian, Russian guy, Val. And he's like, Oh, I just, I live over in Ajax. We're going to go fishing tomorrow. He's like, Oh, I fish for a big carp. And I'm like, fuck, I love fishing, man. So we're going to, we're going out tomorrow. It's like nice to meet people. And you know, people that aren't like afraid of a virus, like, dude, it's been, 16 months or whatever like i think we're gonna be okay yeah yeah awesome totally. that's great yeah that's great well thanks for calling man i hope they let you guys out soon i wish yeah you... hopefully we just gotta hit those numbers right yeah just like yeah i guess <laughs> hit, hit those vaccination numbers it's unbelievable <laughs> i can't believe we're allowing this to happen well, I, I really cannot uh, believe they it bribing, they keep bribing us with uh, ice cream and dunkin donuts dude the 12 year olds are getting bribed with ice cream 
We have a lottery here. You guys got lottery over there, don't you? Well, just recently, yeah. I don't know why, because they made it to their 70%. They got to still push people to go further. Oh, now the, no, once they got to 70%, then it was a week after that, the draw. Oh, okay. Oh, so if you get your shot this week, you, you could still get in. I mean, that million retires you. Just, ima- just imagine, <laughs> eh? They have to go to this length to get you to take the job. You're like 10 times more susceptible to strokes, but. Yeah. Don't worry. The only, four, oh, only, only four pilots died recently in that. Uh, who was it? Which airline was that? They started British saying Airways. it. And, oh, but it's not vaccine related. I mean, it, you know, eventually this whole thing's got to crumble, you'd think. Just keep your head down. Now, now they're recommending you don't fly if you've been vaccinated. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, might it might increase your chance of blood clots. I mean, holy fuck! I hope people can just hang on a little longer. Just wait a little longer for the people that I just. Yeah. I hope people don't start dropping dead. Like most of my family's all got the vaccine. Like I don't want to be. You know, that's like kind of crazy. Yep. Exactly. I guess, you know, time will tell. Yep. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for the call. It's awesome to meet you. Absolutely. I've been a supporter for a long time, and I really appreciate you guys. So keep on keep on going. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. We'll get to show 1,000 soon enough. Fuck yeah. That's right. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Thanks for the support. Next caller. Well... That's the lines are open. I almost hit the uh, no agenda sound, you know? What is that? That news thing they do? This has got to be it right here, right? Oh, better take this call. You got a jingle? I got a no agenda jingle here. Uh, I th- I don't was just going through stuff that I had, I, and it sounded just like it just came from their show. Um, I think this is it. That's like the opening. No, that that's not. No. They use? no, no, I don't think no? so. No, that's All the right, opening of the show, isn't it? Two eight nine area code on the air. Two eight nine. Two eight nine. Mustang two eighty nine. Hey hi guys, I'm calling from uh, occupied uh, uh, Ford Reich here in Ontario. <laughs> Again, another caller from Ontario. Um, I think I can explain a little bit of the political situation here. Um, the uh, it seems like Trudeau and Ford, or Trudeau or Castro or whoever, and Ford, um, they're having a political thing. So Ford, he could have said, you know what, Florida and Texas are open, we're open for business. But no, Ford and the Ontario PCs decided that. Oh. Trudeau's letting people in, so we've actually got to be stricter. So it's just a bunch of political theater bullshit that they're pulling, and it's at all of our expense. And really, it it, it disgusts me that um, Ford and his followers uh, are were all oh open for business, but now uh, Ontario or Ontario is one of the worst lockdown in the world what 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 do you mean by um, trudeau anyway, is letting in what do you mean by trudeau is letting in mm, people what, what do you mean by that talking about how like the flights didn't stop right oh, like the oh, flights yeah. from china didn't stop right 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 yeah so now it's like oh we got to take a harder line and it's like dude you're a dick 
you can see that like Florida's open and you know I even watched like live streams from like St. Petersburg in Russia the yeah. supposedly you know like oh in Russia you know it's, it's so bad there and it's like they're walking around without masks there's there's music uh, festivals in the streets yep. it yep. is absolutely disgusting what is happening here in the so-called free world Canada is truly fucked and I'm really sorry to for this for this language and it's, it's it's too bad because this is supposed to be a joyous occasion i really i thank you guys congratulations 500 episodes this is amazing um i keep thinking about that south park episode where they were all like for the war against the war who cares 500 episodes so you know no matter what's going on in the world congratulations guys you've done a fantastic thing um and, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I've got some thoughts here that hopefully we can discuss quickly and, uh, yeah, then yeah, I yeah, can yeah. get on with, uh, yeah, man, I got a question for but, you though. Like, cause, cause I, I agree with you. Do you think that this is because, you know, Tam is getting orders directly from the who or China or like, are we trying to set an example for the new world order here? Or is it just that the people are just too fucking asleep to, to see what's going on? We're, we're really fucking programmed in Canada here. Sorry, Graham, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, and I do appreciate the question. Now, we have to see who our adversary is. Our adversary is a multi-headed psychopath that can't be reasoned with. So, we can't reason with them. We can't show them their own hypocrisy. It doesn't matter. Now, we can show other people, and this is going to end up being a numbers game, but right now, the problem is, is that our good nature is being used against us. So, for instance, it used to be back in the 80s and the 90s, I'm old, um, there was the environmental movement. So everybody was against pollution. But then you got these neocons and these neolibs coming in, and all of a sudden they were talking about carbon credits and things like that. It used to be the same thing. They used to talk about equality. I remember we had the graph the eye, and everybody was like, it was all kind of, everybody was all cool with each other. It didn't matter if you were gay or if you're a 14 year old pregnant kid or whatever your race was or gender, da 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 da. But now, because of this whole neo thing, which is all of this money coming in, that, um, and, it's, it's also a softening. So the last, what they did was they said, oh, we're going to have a hardline fiscal policy. And the right were like, oh, well, we're going to be all virtue signaling for all of these oppressed groups. So it's kind of like they merged into like the one uniparty. But when this all happened, basically, they're using our good nature against us. And you can tell this by somebody who compels you into action. So somebody who says, hey, look, I don't do that because it's against my religion. Hey, I respect that. That's totally cool. Somebody says, hey, you can't do that because that's against my beliefs. That is how you identify these psychopaths and you fight them back. How do you do that? The first thing you do is you live your life. You live your life and the people that you love, they may be confused. You treat them with respect and dignity and love. However, when these assholes and Karens come at you, oh, they can get all indignant? Cool, yeah. Oh, Coke wants to fuck around and say all this stuff about whiteness and stuff? Okay, Coke, you want to be in Canada? Well, maybe we ban you. But maybe if we don't ban you, maybe we treat you like alcohol. Maybe we can, like, charge $20 a can and you have to pay ID like you have, or you have to show ID like you do when you buy booze and stuff like that. Because Coke really is just poison and there's nothing to it other than just this garbage yet. Hey, 
oh, corn's going up. So, oh, no, oh, no, beef's going up. But Coke's not going up. I can still get Coca-Cola in my store. And it's like, this is absolutely preposterous. So that is, so they're doing an in-group, out-group thing. And guys, you got to remember, who's cool? The out-group, fight club. We're fight club. But don't be violent, okay? Violence is what they want to goad us into. What we want to do is we want to take every opportunity to shame them, but also be better. Live our lives, but don't be scared. Now, right now, there are the laws and there are the media, and I'm not saying it's necessarily going to be easy, but we're men. You're going to need to get a black eye. You might get a bloody nose. And you know what else? I'm going to tell you something else. I'm going to tell you something. This is going to be totally another thing because I was talk- I was thinking about your funding model. And I was thinking about how you uh, do the value for value thing, and I think it's great. But another way you might want to approach this is to look for a thousand committed people who will give you a hundred dollars a year. That's a hundred thousand dollars. That's a good place to start from. And after the call, I'll uh, I'll uh, get in touch with you. I will commit to pledging you $100 for this, uh, for your 500th episode. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. Well, we encourage, uh, everybody listening to follow his lead and sign up for a hundred dollars a year, <laughs> or even the six bucks a month that outlawed or five bucks a month, whatever you can afford. We, there's definitely room, uh, for, for improvement on the support front. We could, uh, we could see that number go up a few percentile. We're still, you know, I think we we have hit 1%. We're now hovering somewhere between 1% and 2%. Uh, but if we could get, you know, if we get one in five people supporting the show, then I could retire too, and we could do like three shows a week. Right? Well, what you guys are doing is super important, and it's not even necessarily the number of shows like, Canada right now, we've got this internet censorship bill that is being censored. We can't even talk about this fucking thing. Trudeau is out of control, and seriously, this globalist bullshit needs to stop. But it's, it's funny because it's like, oh, yeah, people are waking up. But what are people actually going to do? This is what we need to do now. We need to take the next step and the next step. Darren, seriously, you are an inspiration. Just the way that you can, like, you're, you're traveling to and from the States. Me and my wife, one of the things that we love to do is travel. I haven't seen my mom in over a year. This is absolutely ridiculous that we are living in this world. Dude, you are you are giving us the best advice right now. I'm telling you, this is the big question. What do we do? Like, what is happening in the next little while? You know, we can talk all we want on the show or whatever. I know Darren's sort of more of a doer. He's making it happen. He's he's living his life. Like you said, what do you do? Live your life. But that can also become sort of invisible. I mean, I don't want, I don't like being around in the public with a bunch of fucking maskers right now. Like, I really don't like it. And I know I could, you know, just. All about decentralization and doing what you can, finding where your power is. You may not be, somebody might not be a good podcaster, but you know what they can do? They can, they can put together a website that maybe has a whole bunch of information about uh, adverse virus reactions. Or maybe they could put together a website about uh, uh, all of the uh, censorship that's going on and all of the ways that people have been deplatformed. Or maybe they can put together a little fanzine. Or maybe they can, in, in Ontario here, they've got all these 
these signs up at these houses that say no more lockdown. I'm going around making a little map. You know what I'm doing? I'm going to be sending out letters to all of these people saying, hey, guys, you know, like we're all on the same team here and they can pick us off individually. But when we're a big group, they're scared. And the other thing politicians and CEOs hate is to be on the hot seat. So you tell them, you get their names out there and you make sure that Doug Ford and the Ford right here is, is known that he's a Nazi and that, oh, they're trying to quell free speech. Oh, you can't bring up, you can't bring up the Nazis. Oh, so you're saying that I can't bring up the Nazis when my people were exterminated in the Holodomor as well with the genocide? So I can't compare a genocide to a genocide? So what are you doing? Are you now denying the Holodomor? Are you denying the genocide of my people? I think that's a pretty slippery slope there, Ford. I wouldn't be getting into that. And this is the problem with censorship. I agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic call. So I, I think this has been manifesting for so long. Ontario is angry. We are bubbling over, but we got to remember to keep it cool and not be violent. Oh. We just got to remember to put our energy into being our best self. You kind of have to think about like separate, like I think it's about creating your own reality, your own separation, your own economy, your own businesses. Like we have to, cause they're, I think they're going to, it's going to get, Darren doesn't agree with me here. I don't think, but they're going to come after us. They're going to come after the non-vaccinated this fall. They're going to, there's going to be disasters happening this fall and they're going to blame us. It's going to be all about not everybody got vaccinated. Go get them. So I don't know. I feel like, you know, in Alberta, it's different because we don't have as many people. In Ontario, you guys have a little bit more people to to build that momentum. We don't have the people here. It's like in Saskatchewan, Manitoba, New Brunswick, like they're just there's not enough people to make a difference, like to actually make that make those waves. I think we got to like start thinking about just separating out completely. Well, okay, there is that. I mean, there's that whole agorist idea, right? Like, if you listen to Jack Spirico, the Unloose the Goose people and all of that, like, they are building their own communities. There's the Freedom Cells. There's, uh, you know, in New Hampshire there, there's that Free State Project, whatever. There are a lot of people, and, you know, like, of course, with cryptocurrency, alternate currencies, different coins like that, people are starting to do things like that. But also, this is our world, too. These assholes, they got this supposed moral worth authority. Fuck them. They don't have any moral authority over us. They are literally now, and like, well, it's all out in the open. They're arrogant about it. So, it's up to us now to go, no. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. I said no. I'm not the life ago. I'm living, and we're in the future, and we used to joke about it. Where's my flying car? Where's my fucking flying car? <laughs> Yeah. You know, like we shouldn't be talking the stupidity. We shouldn't be talking about like this, like lockdown. They want us eating bugs and then worse, you know, and it's like they just want everybody right now into this degenerated uh, situation where it's like basically we're just eating bugs and just engaging in sex work. And then like, so the whole thing's down to control. It's like Logan's run. It's basically like you're going to have like a social number and it's going to be tied to an environmental number and a productivity number. And then when that number gets too high, now all of a sudden you're no longer sustainable and off you go for recycling. Oh yeah. They'll, like, they'll, they'll start doing and they're 
They'll start limiting your access to the internet. I mean, this is the next step, I think, is they've already tried it on a couple people and they're going to say, you've been caught doing this and that. You are no longer allowed on the internet. Yeah, and that and also the energy, too. I mean, these rolling blackouts and like, you know, and just like, oh, all the the supply chain stuff. And it's all fake. Like, oh, the lumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Darren probably has experienced this and I was trying to build a deck and, uh, yeah, I go to Home Depot and the two by four is like 50 bucks. Like, you know, it's crazy, you know, and, uh, but, but, but there's still trees and they're still like, it's just the lumber yards are full. Right. But it, but cause what they're doing is they're pulling the plug, man. Like they're saying like, okay, cool. Like, uh, you guys have had your run now. You've had your, you've had your, uh, you've had your great, um, uh, century or whatever it was called. But, uh, now, uh, you know, curtains coming up, we'll pull the plug and, uh, that's it. And uh, they are showing right now that it is two societies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the segregation will continue. Guys, um, I'll be in touch uh, afterwards about that uh, about that donation and stuff like that. And I've got a couple other ideas too, just about uh, the the federation idea that the dude brought up earlier. Um, there's a lot to that, and uh, I, I've, I I work in tech. So I've got some ideas about uh, maybe how we could facilitate um, getting around uh, big tech's uh, bullshit because that's the other thing, too. I've got kind of a personal thing against it now because uh, they took our vision and our dream and all of us edge runners back in the day uh, in the 80s and stuff, all us coder kids, and uh, we built this shit and then they took it from us and now they're using it all against us. And uh, as somebody who was involved in actually making some of that, I do have to say I am sorry. Uh, I was stupid just like everybody else. We were, we were naive, man. Um, we didn't know what all this shit would become, but, uh, it's become it. And now we got to deal with it, reckon with it. So, uh, here's to another 500 episodes. Um, I'll be in touch offline and, um, yeah. Uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you offline? Uh, graymakeramerica.com. Okay, you got it. So you'll see an email from me within the next Thanks, buddy. Hours. Awesome. Thanks for the call and thanks for your support. Thanks again. Thanks a lot, guys. Okay. Bye. Woo-wee. Some fellow Canadians all getting all uh, jacked yeah, like, up. This is awesome. If I was in Ontario, I'd probably be yelling too. <laughs> <laughs> Angry. It's, it's so weird. It's oh, it's so different. It's interesting. Well, I, I, I mean, I like, I went and drove across this country a couple of times and flew and stuff. And even people here freaked out and I don't know what they're freaked out about. You can travel, you know, I can, I can only imagine what it's like to be in Canada. Well, I mean, uh, some provinces like, uh, didn't Manitoba shut down the no, border? I mean, no, 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 you didn't, they didn't stop people. Ontario were stopping people at the border for a while, but if you just, I mean, it's so easy. It's, to get it's, through, it's, it's just, not even funny. Yeah, the definitions are pretty silly, right? You got to be essential and not just traveling for if leisure. If you don't get through, you know. you're a dope. I mean, well, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I mean, mean uh, let's be call a spade a spade, man. If you're if you're putting up with it, then that's your problem. It really it is. looks like. Um, we got six zero four area code. Oh boy, that's uh, that's uh, BC. Coming from the west side of Canada. I'm sorry, y'all. I only got one line. There's so many people trying to get through. Maybe it's your mom. Who's on the air? Who are you speaking with? Where are you calling from? Hello? That's you. 
Hey, welcome yeah, to America. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Hey, hey, um, I, uh, I uh, listened to your audiobook on uh, Ted Kaczynski. Uh, allegedly, that's well, not... Uh, allegedly. That's, I don't think there is such a thing. You mean, uh, let's really just say, let's call think. it a podcast. You mean our podcast on Ted? <laughs> no, no. The, didn't you record like yeah, yeah, audio? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just joking. That might not have been quite legal, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, I really wanted to thank you for that. Um, I, I just wanted to, are you, are you a Amprim? I don't even know what that is. Anarcho primitivist? Are you? Are you? Do you, do you subscribe to that? I don't uh, even know what. I still yeah. Don't can know you what help us? Is. Yeah, define that for us. It sounds cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. So uh, basically, um, it's essentially like the detechnologization of our society and like returning to literally like the you know primitive days. Do, are you in favor of that? Well, considering our entire livelihood is based off the internet, I would have to argue no. <laughs> but I could adjust to it in a hurry. So I'm kind of set up for both worlds. I, I can go either way. I hear that. Yeah, so as long as um, I need money, I'd like the anyway. internet to work. But if I don't need money, then they can burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> but I like the traveling, too. I got to say I like to be able to hop on a plane and go check out Zion Canyon and Bryce Canyon and go down to Washington and go to Vegas and all this shit. Well, the government says I'm not allowed to, so oops. True, true. Anyways, I just want to thank you for all everything you've done, man. Have a nice day. Thanks, buddy. Everybody's trying to call in. Yeah, thanks for calling, man. Uh, I hope that wasn't a trick question. I felt like uh, that was a bit of a setup or something, but I hope not. You what know? did he call it? A narco primitivist? Yeah, prim primitivist. It? It's an arco an arco primitivist. It's it's like basically what Ted was, right? Anti technology, and it's the technology's heading in the wrong direction. I mean, it does seem to be like it's not hard to jump on that bandwagon, but I feel like um, you would wither. And you know, I so feel fast. like what, dude? I could do it, man. Nature's no. beautiful. I love oh, it out Lord. there, dude. You came out hunting one time and you barely got out of there alive. <laughs> well, dude, I was carrying a half of a quarter of a moose out. You know, you I mean, you're not going to be doing that all the time. That were, would have fed were, us for about two weeks. You were carrying the leg of a baby moose. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say baby, oh, dude. Man. Fuck. It was a calf. I thought you like said you it was a year. Um, 954 area code. You're on the uh, air. Where you calling from? 954. Who you got? You're in Great America. Hey, what's up? I'm actually, uh, my name's Sean. I'm calling you off from north of Savannah, Georgia. Oh, hi, Savannah. Sean. From Savannah. Nice. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How y'all doing tonight? Congratulations on uh, the 500th episode. It's pretty Th dope. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I started, I started listening to y'all. I think, I think I caught y'all on one of my, my edible, you know, searches in the void or something a couple years ago, and I've been trying to listen to y'all ever since. It just depends how busy I am, but Every time y'all spring the heat and shit, so it's good. Thanks, man. I mean, sometimes it doesn't feel like we spit the heat, but sometimes <laughs> it does. 
Sometimes that sometimes just feels like we're spinning our tires. <laughs> no, yeah, y'all y'all the best. So yeah, I was just basically calling y'all to tell y'all uh keep it up. And uh, you know, I appreciate y'all basically. So Thanks. Thanks. How's Savannah, Georgia? Uh booming. You know, Georgia never shut down, not at all. And you know, like once like right after February, once it was like, well, shit, everybody ain't dead. You know, it's just, everyone was like, well, we got to make some money and keep working. So I, I ain't seen a lockdown since it started. That's fantastic. I hear, I hear so many good things about Savannah. I'd love to, I'd love to go there one day. I don't think I've ever been in Georgia. Oh no. Have I been to Atlanta? No, I don't think I've been in Georgia. Yeah. As long as I've known you've been too scared to leave fucking Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Y'all, yeah, y'all would probably love it. Is it it's, close it's nice to Charlotte, here, so. North Carolina? Uh, I'm. I mean, you, you got you got a, a decent drive. It's you know where we're like where I'm at, like real near the border of uh, South Carolina, mostly. So, but you can get there. It's not too far of a drive. Like what? Like four or five hours, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, around that's, there. Yeah, that's nothing. That's nothing yeah, for that's us nothing. Canadians. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we go hunting, that's like fucking four or five hours of driving return trip. Yeah, no, it's not. Well, it's I'm not planning to come down. I'm planning to come down. I I got so many fucking places to go once the border opens up. I mean, I could be going now, but it's just kind of a pain. But I will if I need to. I mean, live uh, your life, Darren. I am, but I fucking, I just went on two trips already this year. I need to save money again. I bought a drone, grammarica.ca slash support. Um, but I would like to go down because my buddy Brandon Powell is right down there, not far from Charlotte. So I'd like to, he wants me to go down there. So I've, I'm really working on getting down there. Bill Loeb, of course, is right down there. Randall Carlson isn't far You know, I could go spend a week or two down in that area for sure. Doesn't. Uh, I do a meetup. If I go there, I'll do a meetup at uh, Neighbors Feed and Seed in Georgia. What's it called? Sam or Sam? I no, forget. it's uh, Smyrna. Smyrna. Smyrna, Georgia. Smyrna. Smyrna. That's Smyrna is like uh, what is that? Like northeast of northwest of Atlanta. Yeah, I know. I used to I used to work out there too. Yeah, our buddy owns the feed and seed there, so it's like that'll be my venue for the meetup when I'm down there. Okay, sounds dope. Yeah, I think I think y'all you'd like it down here. Most most oh, people are pretty uh, decent. Yeah, I get the sense I would like it down there for sure, for sure. We're gonna go out hog hunting and shit. Okay, yeah. I, I, I just want to call in and tell y'all thanks. I, I actually got to go because I got to go pick up my wife from work. But, All right, uh, buddy. Thanks. I just want to touch base with you. Thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. All right, guys, do keep trying to call in. People are texting me and messaging me saying they can't keep get through. We're, we still got a couple hours of this shit. You guys just keep trying. We'll get you guys in. This is the first time we've had this problem. Usually we're trying this to fill good. the phone Well, because we're doing it properly through What the uh, hell are you Joe, watching there? Through Joe's, uh, <laughs> I'm looking for the map of America here. <laughs> Looks like you're looking in all the wrong places. <laughs> Are you looking at porn? That was the wrong Savannah. <laughs> that was the wrong Savannah. <laughs> uh, we got next yeah, yeah. group. No callers. We got a uh, break. 
Yeah, I mean, we could take a break if you want. No, just let them in if there's more callers. I like to get through as many as we can. Well, I know what your problem is, Darren. You got uh, you need some funding from the two point seven billion of Jeff Bezos's ex wife. Uh, she's funding open borders lobby, racial justice NGOs, and more. So, well, why don't you see if we can get on the list or whatever? Yeah, how do we why get? How do we get? How do we get on that home, NGO? Why thing? don't you see how we can ex- exploit, exploit the government? The government with our indigenous owned company. <laughs> Even if you have to give me another one percent. Right? 51, yeah. 51, 49. 49. It's indigenous majority owned. Fuck your taxes. I mean, I'm kind of at, I'm at the point 708 now. area code. 708 or 780? Who's calling? Where are you calling from? Yeah. I bet it's Paul. Hey, it's Mark. It's 45 calling from the suburbs of Chicago. How are you guys doing? Congratulations on the 500. Thank you very What's much, up, Marcus. How's Chicago? Hey, um, I was calling. I wanted to see what you guys would think about, uh, what uh, I don't know if you've been listening to uh, James uh, Corbett, and he's been talking a lot about Cyber Polygon. Yeah, and I work for a restaurant supply company, and it got hacked. And just as they were putting it back together, it got hacked again. So stuff's going on. Yeah, man, that's crazy. When you hear the WF warn everybody of it, and now it's starting to happen already. You know, all in the media, like uh, it's coming. I'm surprised that it's coming so small. Like it's it's again. It's like the boiling, the I boiling water. China. You know, here it is, uh, little by little by little. All these little things, all these little examples that are going viral. Yet they're all small. But they're, it, is it working up to something big? If you're paying attention, that's what I'm kind of thinking. I'm thinking uh, it's gonna. It's just this is just kind of like a test in the waters. They got lots um, restaurant supply. Another. Uh, grocery store slash uh, restaurant supplier called um, uh, Gordon Food Service out here, and then they got another place out here, too, but I can't think of the top of my head. I got brain fog, a little nervous being on the radio. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing something, and I think it's just, uh, like, preliminary. Are you following I'm worried me? about banks and stuff like that. Listen yeah. to Charlie Robinson. Yeah. You know, I pulled some cash out of the bank. I got my... Uh, Prepare with the fringe, you know, my freeze dried food, some rice. You know, I got, I got my stuff together. Yeah, on, good I got for kids, you. little kids and stuff. Yeah. Good for you, man. Have you been following the ice age farmer at all? How do you preserve the little kids and how do you cook them? <laughs> <laughs> you got to preserve them. You got to feed them. You got oh, to give like them water. You got to educate them, them and they grow up to be a little used. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> then they take care of you when you're old and you're shit in your pants. <laughs> Oh, ideally. Now, if I get that far, I'm going to say, real simple. If you can't do it, put the gun in my hand and walk away. <laughs> if I get to that stage where I can't take care of myself. <sighs> That's just me. That's one way. I'm a long way from that day. That's it. That's it. You got a while to go. Yeah. No, my kids are going to yeah, change I'm, my I'm diapers 40. for a while. I'm okay with that. Yeah, Darren's 42. You're both 40. Yeah. I'm 40, yes. Yeah, no, Joe's, uh, Joe's going to be 40. Yeah, next year. Next year, buddy. Did you get uh, yeah. the four-week food supply? Uh, how, much of the f- how much of the food did you get to prepare with? You know, l- little by little, I've been buying it. And I just got, um, just because of what's going on now, I, I was buying the longer life shelf stuff, like the 20-year, 25-year. Oh, okay. I bought an MRE. That's a three-year. I figured the way stuff's going, I'm probably going to need it. 
<laughs> so, uh, and I got like freeze dried uh, milk. Um, I got um, uh, eggs, freeze dried eggs, and vegetables, the protein. I got a bunch. And then I bought like stuff at Costco, like rice and a ton of water. How long could and, you go? And uh, canned vegetables, canned fruit. How long could you go? Some of the stuff's only got like a year shelf life, but the stuff I bought from uh, Prepare with uh, the Fringe, My Patriot Supply, uh, most of it's 25 years. As long as you don't open the bucket, you know. Then you open the bucket, it's just a note that says, psych. <laughs> it's, it's pretty Yeah, good. right? I it was worried about good. that. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah I, I, I read the reviews and a lot of it said, you know, um, Drinks red hot sauce and uh, and like uh, you know those pepper sauces help, <laughs> but I stocked up on those too. <laughs> there you yeah. go. That's the way to do it. Most people aren't ready. I mean, I could go forever without a grocery store. At least six months. At least six months, and that's eating like three course meals. I get a lot of deer. Where I'm, I'm in the western suburbs of Chicago. I got woods right by my house. There you go. So Get I got deer a- walking through here, and I had to put a squirrel down the other day because it broke its legs or something happened to its legs. Get yourself a crossbow so, and a fucking yeah, deer I got blind. Some stuff. Crossbow. Yeah, I got, uh, I got, I got some stuff. I'm not worried. There you go. That's it. Comes down to it. What about a, a lot of people you know? Are they are they similar, or is everybody? <clears throat> how's how's the rest of your you know your friends and family yeah. and stuff? I'll eat my fucking neighbors if I need to. Uh, as far as, as, as far as family goes, I'm the only uh, holdout on the uh, jab, and uh, uh, I got I got some of them that have gotten it. One of them's going through uh, medical school to be a RN, and he wasn't at all on the side of us. And I flipped him, and he's regretting getting that jab, and he's got far more stuff stocked up than I do. Wow, that's yeah. great. So, so I don't know. I, it went a little from nothing to a lot of something. So can you give us advice on how to flip someone like that? How did it go? Uh, I, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Ryan Gable and talking to him about like, uh, you know, changing someone's perception and showing him the facts. Like, Hey, this is what it says. And he's willing to share leads and stuff. So I don't know if anyone's ever listened to the fringe FM, all the Grand America fans. And then, uh, the secret teachings when Ryan Gable, I got to plug his show. He's a really cool dude. Um, you know, he will communicate with you. If you email a show, he'll reply back. And if you need links or something that he talked about, he's more than happy to provide them. Sometimes it takes a little longer. He's you know, engaged now, but uh, he will you know, give you yeah. his sources. He documents everything. You can see them for yourself. <laughs> I mean, he, from what he says, I haven't seen it. I haven't met him. But uh, from what he says, he's got the paper in his hand. I heard him crumple into one on a safety data sheet. Like, uh-huh. it's right here. And they say they don't have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you go yeah. down to his studio, he's got file cabinets full of documents. He documents and everything he finds, he prints out and all that stuff. So, so are, did you, is he going to get the second yeah. job or did he get the, like, did he already get the second job, but he regretted it or? No, he, yeah. Because he was administering them, he got one right away. Okay. And he was like, you got to get this thing. I'm just like, wait a minute. You know, like, no, statistically, there's no, no reason for it. And then he got the <laughs> second one and he's like, oh, I just felt, you know, kind of crappy and stuff. I'm just like, dude, why? I mean, this 99.7% chance. So just basically saying what Charlie Robinson was saying. And just, 
like, wh- why would I need this to get extra credit at a 97.7%? No, like it just makes sense. What he, what, what uh, Charlie Robinson was saying. So did he, did so, he, uh, did he I, see like, I if just, he was administering it all the time, did he see adverse reactions or anything like that? Or was that part of what changed his mind? No, he, he, he said he didn't see any of it. Everything was just, you know, he would give the shot and then they would just, well, they would, they would leave. And then I guess that's when they would receive their uh, safety status, you know, after it's all said and done. Oh, here you go. By the way, this is like, you know, experimental. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he would just give the dose. He says there's nothing, you know, the first and the second, the same thing. That's what he was telling me. Right. Yeah. Uh, Moderna and the uh, Pfizer, but right. I don't, I don't even want to know. I don't care. I often wonder if, if Moderna actually just bought them off of Pfizer because, you know, Moderna's it's probably just the same fucking thing, just labeled. They make it seem like there's two manufacturers, but it's only one. <laughs> I was I was thinking about that yeah, the other day because Moderna's, be. yeah, because they've never really produced anything yet. So why would they start now? But, you know, just fucking subcontracted from Pfizer. Ah. Just That's genius. Yeah. Yeah. We should start a fucking subcontract and fucking MNRA. Uh, you can't even say the acronym. I uh, see. I'm such R-M-N- a bad snake oil salesman. I just got to be myself. This is it. I'm stuck with this. So you guys got to support. Grimerica.ca <laughs> slash support. And uh, hopefully that's it. Hey. No, you guys are great. Uh, you know, hopefully 500 more. Joe, I love you, man. Uh, great to finally call in and talk to you. Right, I've listened to you for a few years now, and I got to call in when you got the show going. Uh, it's, what in two weeks I got Night Spotter, so my schedule's horrible. By the way, so that's why I'm always on sometimes and not on others. Come meet uh, Joe. Like, yeah, so I'm gonna try to call in when I got Night come, Spotters. Come meet Joe Roop in February. Contact at thecabin dot com. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. I love. That's in Arizona? Yes, sir. It's in Arizona. Okay, let's see. Yeah, I'll, I'll just see if I can figure something out. Because next, um, or the next calendar year, my vacation resets and stuff, so. Yeah, and thanks for the, uh, the card. I, I needed that. I laughed my butt off in New York when I got oh. that card, man. Oh. oh, yeah, you're welcome. I've been I want to do that the year before, and I, like, I don't know, I just forgot about it. So I wanted to get on it extra early. Yeah. So I didn't. I, hey, uh, if you want, I can send you some pizza, but uh, it's pretty hot out there. I don't know if you're going to want to turn your oven down. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I wanted, I'm good I wanted to send it to you out in New York. Huh? Yeah, I think I'm good. I don't know. Like, can you send it through the mail like that? Yeah. I'll send yeah, you a, I'll send you some it, jerky. It, it, it's, uh, yeah, I, um, we'll figure something out. All right, brother. I'll send it. It'll be, it'll be uh, Lou Malinelli's. Oh. I'll send you guys each some good. jerky yeah, for okay. your uh, for your survival kits. All right. <laughs> no, you should. Hey, thank you guys uh, for doing everything you guys do. I appreciate it. I'll be listening out there. Thanks, so, buddy. I'm get going off and get on. Good night. Happy Father's Day, guys. Thanks. Have Thank a good weekend. Home Lorcas. He's a cool cat. Totally. He's a. Uh, uh, lighting the void, listener. When is lighting the void now? Anyway, every day but Saturday. Monday through Friday, nine p.m. Pacific. Still, right? Not but Saturday. Sometimes Fridays I fall out and I don't do it because it's just open lines, you know. Sometimes. 
Depends on how crazy things have been. Word up. You just get to take Friday off sometimes. Just say, fuck it. It looks like some of these calls. What area code was that? Do you remember? I was like, uh, no, I don't remember. No. What I think is going on, dude, there's so many people trying to call in. It's there. It's like locking. There's, uh-oh. I think I know who this is. 614 area code. You're on the air. Who are we speaking with? Hey, this is Midnight Mike from OBDM. Oh. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. Yeah, I'm just calling just call to wish you guys congratulations on 500 episodes. Thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. Who would have thought? Yeah, you're an inspiration, dude. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Aren't you guys at like 3,000? Yeah, we're on like 900 or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Just uh, 900, that's it. But uh, congratulations. You guys do fantastic work, and hopefully we'll uh, we'll do a show sometime again here soon. If not the union, I'll be wanted. Yeah, thanks, buddy. That would be great. Anytime, man. Yeah. We'd love that. Yeah. What you- hey, hey, Joe, are you out in Arizona yet? Yes, sir. I'm here. Congratulations. It's hot, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I know. I got out Hot I hadn't really, got, I hadn't really got to do anything yet. I mean, I hadn't since uh, since I've been here. So I've just been working in the studio mainly. So I haven't got to see any of Sedona or go hiking or any of that. Just, I've went, I drove through it a couple times, but that's it so far. Well, definitely go do the Sedona UFO night vision tour. I highly recommend that. It's like a two hundred bucks, but it's well worth your money and time. Right on. All right. They're still doing that, eh? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Damn, I gotta get down. I'm gonna have to go down to Phoenix for like a week so I can just cruise around, check out Sedona and stuff. When's that? That's in February. Yeah. It'll be That's cold. a long time, man. I'm I'm down here all by myself. You should come before then. We'll send. Grab. I don't know anybody. We'll send Crab down. <laughs> all right. Where are you at now, Mike? Are you still where you well, where you moved to? I'm in Ohio, northern, like central Ohio, just just north of uh, Columbus. Right. About 40 minutes north. I'm like four acres surrounded by woods and, uh, you know, have some chickens and some gardens and whatnot. So Nice. That's the way to do it. Yeah. We're doing okay here. Yeah. It's not bad. I, yeah, I heard you guys talking about prepping before and... Like storable foods. I don't think I have six months. I think I have like uh, two months or maybe four weeks if I'm really hungry. It depends. So, well, you can live on eggs for a long time. Yeah, I got chickens. Yeah. So I'm, I'm all good, I guess. I say that now. It depends if you got hungry neighbors or not. So, <laughs> you just shoot them. But hey, I'm not going to take up too much of your time. I, I I, I I go to bed early, but I wanted to give you guys a call and say congratulations, and uh, I'll definitely uh, get in contact with uh, Joe and Grand America soon, and we'll do a show sometime. Thanks, Mike. So, hey, uh, well, plug your, 500, guys. plug your show uh, quickly and tell us what's going on there lately. Oh, uh, it's OBDM, OBDMPod.com, and as of late, discovering UFO news and a lot of ridiculous stuff. But uh, as of late, just been talking about humanoids, and some weird coincidences with humanoid encounters, like how aliens come in the number three 
or that there's always buzzing sounds associated with certain types of aliens or that uh, sometimes if you meet aliens with uh, large, well, uh, wide belts, they are more friendly. Just weird, common little quirks that I've been kind of tracking. So awesome. uh, that's what I've been working on other than all the ridiculous kind of stuff. So. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, buddy. That sounds awesome. Well, thanks, Mike. Right, well, we appreciate it. I'll listen. Okay. See ya. I'll listen to you guys uh, off air. Okay. All right. Thanks, <laughs> buddy. Talk to you guys later. Yeah. Bye. Dude, the phone calls are just flooding in here, man. Let's see. I think they're coming in so fast. Like. You're just saying that, Joe. No, I'm not playing. Like, they're, it's clogging up. Um, yeah, you there's got, like uh, six people that are just calling over and over again. I think. No, dude, I'm not, I'm not playing. So you got uh two, five, six area code. You're on the air. Two, five, six. Oh, hi. This is, uh, Brandy. Um, also known as Rock's third on the discord. Oh, Hey Brandy. Hey Brandy. Hey guys. Uh, this is the first time I've ever called on a radio station. So I'm a bit nervous, but I really love both of you. Well, actually all of you guys, all the people who are behind the scenes on this show and hearing you guys going to work is love it. I mean, the intros, Always make me laugh, make me smile, even with everything going on. So thank you guys for what you do. Awesome. No yeah, problem. Thanks for listening. It's fun for us, I guess, most of the time. Thanks for hanging around in the chats, too. Really appreciate the community there. Yeah, no doubt. Well, yeah, it's cool to be able to actually talk to you guys and all the other people, um, like Skanky Allett and uh, Ryan from Kansas, all of them. Um, and also, I heard, Darren, you were mentioning something about possibly trying to come to Georgia at some point. Oh. I'm in Alabama, so... Anytime you head this way, let me know. Oh, and then Nikki's in Kentucky. Oh, no, Nikki's in Tennessee now. Eh? I might just have to do a whole tour. I'll just get well, a... Just, uh, we got to get a little bit more support, and then we just take off in the van and do it. We'll just just drive all over. Just, let's just travel. F- well, it needs to be an RV, I think, right? Yeah, an RV van. Yeah, we'll go to Georgia and uh, all over there. All right, we'll do a tour. We'll do a Hot Pockets tour. You're in Alabama? Yeah. Would we drive all the way from yeah. here? Yeah, near Tuscaloosa. Fucking away we go. I've got a map now open on my screen here for this show so I can see where everybody's from. <clears throat> um, where, what does uh, Rock's third come from? Is that like third rock from the sun t- type thing? Or? Uh, no, no. I was a music major. So Rachmaninoff's third concerto is my favorite. So Rock's third. Oh, I see. Awesome. What are your favorite uh, subjects or topics? Well, I mean, my favorite stuff is whenever you get into the, um, you know, Randall Carlson's field of interest, the ancient origins, things like that. I love that. Uh, I also like listening to you guys talking about this current event, this vaccine and everything that's going on with that. Excellent. How'd you find the show? Randall Carlson. I was following right. him through right. different YouTube stuff and came across one of y'all's old interviews. Randall owns like a quarter of the show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we paid him back. We're even Steven now. I actually just. Yeah, after I'd listened to that interview, I don't remember which interview it was, but when I listened to it, I was like, man, these guys are interesting. So I kept listening to further episodes and then started trying to listen to all of them. I got up to 60 something episode and then I just, I couldn't keep up. So I'm just listening to the current one. Yeah. You can't. Oh, that's tough to go back. Yeah. It's tough yeah, to go back, especially it. now it's 500 episodes. That's a long <laughs> way fucking back to go. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. I, I realized that. 
I finally just gave well, up. Well, thanks for trying. I actually just printed yeah. out a picture <laughs> of Randall and I for my uh, living room. Yeah. The picture of Randall and I overlooking uh, the potholes cataracts nice. together. Nice. Is that the same one you've got as your picture on the Discord? I noticed that looked like Randall was in that one. I think the one in the in the chats is me and Randall and Dave at the Dry Falls Overlook. But I'm not sure. Cool. I got locked out of a couple of my chat accounts, so I don't know which one I'm on now. But that is grammerica.ca slash, slash chats if anyone wants to get in on the conversation. Where we have no corporate overlords and no moderation. <laughs> We do have some moderation, I guess. It's self-policed. Ryan from Kansas will kick your ass if you fuck around. Yeah, it's a cool place to be, so everybody should join the chats for sure. But I don't want to keep taking y'all's time. I, like I said, I just uh, wanted to get on, say I love you guys, good vibes, and thank you for what you do. Happy 500. Thanks, Brandy. Thanks, Brandy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the chats. Cyrus has tried calling 40 times. He could be single-handedly jamming up the phone lines. First, he can't say yeah. first time, long time anymore. No, now he's going to say third time, long time? <laughs> 43rd long time. Whoever 403 is is jamming it up pretty oh, good. Oh, boy, that's, uh, that that's could close be my by. Kids. Yeah, it could be. Oh, 206, I lost you. You just hung up. All right. That's Cyrus, 206, probably. 307. Is that even a real area code? Sounds Hello. Weird. Sounds Sounds like. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Grand America. Hey. What up? It's Steezy. What's up, Steezy? How's it going, Joe? It's going. That's the, this is the guy that did my intro music. He's a DJ. Nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I made a remix of one of those Konox songs and Made a sweet intro for you. Oh, yeah. You listen to Grand America too, though, don't you, bro? Yep. Grand America started it all, man. Yeah. That's how I found Lighting the Void. Oh, cool. That's good to hear. Love each other. I thought it would be the um, opposite. Uh, I sent uh, Graham an email a long time ago. Did and I was talking about how I made this really long Psytrance mix. Oh, yeah. That was great. Did I reply? And it just, yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about it. Um, it. Just like while I was listening and making it, it just reminded me of all this esoteric stuff. And like a week after I got done with it, uh, Grimerica just randomly showed up. This is one of my suggested podcasts. And I started listening. I was like, man, this is great. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Yeah, I like that side yeah, chance. That was cool. Like that. Yeah, it was just like a journey through time. <laughs> yeah, and then I uh, was listening. I was uh, driving from Wyoming to Arizona, so I had a lot of hours to kill. And one of the po- one of the podcasts was lighting the void. And the second I heard that music on there, I was hooked. Uh, the space music, right? Yeah. Have you ever know? Did you notice yeah. that any of the other podcasts, the, like there's like. I don't know why, but I noticed like a couple of weeks after that, there was a whole bunch of shows starting to play like space music and sense what synth wave. It could have just, it could just be like a focus thing though. You know? 
Yeah, it it really draws you in. And then you hear you and all the information you talk about is just great. Just all clicks. Yeah, are you coming to are you coming to the event, man? In February? What's that? The contact at the cabin. In February? Yeah. 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 Man, I want to. Well, spots are limited. Remember when I first when I first started listening to Grand America, you guys were in Colorado, which is real close to where I'm at, and I was like, man, I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you can't be far from Arizona. No, I mean, I can get there. I know how to get there. <laughs> and we're actually up in the northeast corner, Arizona. No, I was just going to ask you that. Which Where, is so uh, how far, like closer his... to, I mean, I think we're only four or five hours because we've got Keith Engage driving down from Bogosa Springs to do the food again. <clears throat> and I think it's only about a four or five hour drive. Right. So we're uh, we're about uh, an hour yeah. from the Petrified Forest in uh, Lakeside, Pinewood Lakeside or some shit. Anyway, we got a giant place rented out. And uh, it's going to be fantastic. Magic on the mountain. Learn how to get the most out of your mind yeah. and your body. <laughs> yeah, I need to make it. It'd be good to see all you guys. I need to come down and hang out with Joe. Got some music equipment for him. Yeah, that's right. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do, gonna... do this thing, and then we're going to have like a Fringe FM rave event. We're going to have all the DJs come out. Everybody's just going to do a bunch of molly and acid. It's going to be great, you know. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> well, have one of your Colorado boys bring down a bunch of mushrooms. There you go. There you go. Well, uh, what's your favorite your favorite subject that you listen to on Grime America? Or both shows, I guess. It doesn't really matter. Oh, uh, well, one I'm really personal with would be Lucid Dreaming, but anything Randall Carlson and just the way the earth, the way everything was formed all around us just really fascinates me. Can you lose a dream pretty good or pretty easy? Uh, yeah. 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 Have some premonitions and just like this whole dream world that I can just jump into every night and go wherever I want and, I don't know. It's pretty, pretty wild. How do you, can you give us some advice on how to do that? <laughs> uh, be a really light sleeper, I think. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, but you, uh, I don't know. It's like I'm half awake and half asleep all the time. So maybe that does something. Yeah, that might be it. Like you're kind of in that hypnagogic state quite a bit. Yeah, it's kind of like when you wake up and then you fall back asleep and you have a really intense dream and you realize it's only been like 20 minutes. Yep. It's kind of like that all night. So you don't have to practice being in reality during the day to to sort of train yourself to notice when you're not in reality during the night? No, it just kind of happens. Uh, I guess since I was a little kid, the dreams would get just a little more and more real. And it, it started off with me being able to jump, kind of like the Incredible Hulk, how he can just kind of jump and go wherever he wants. That's kind of how it all started. And then I realized once I'm dreaming, I can just jump. Like if 
you can't really control the current situation. Like you kind of just fall in and you're just doing something. But at any time, if something gets out of hand, I can just jump and go to a different area. Kind of like a big video game. That's that's a good way to, that's a good way to, yeah, describe it. So it's been there since you're little and you can now, you can still, you know, it's still there in your conscious mind to be able to do that. I used to try and fly like yeah, that, but a lot of times it wouldn't work. Like I do the have to do the, like the kind of like in a way it was a jump. It's kind of just like slowly lift myself off and, and be able to fly and then sort of go with the air currents. But a lot of times it wouldn't work. So yeah, hmm. yeah, I wouldn't really call it flying because I don't. I can't just like lift up and move around. I just kind of jump and then I'm way up above the map and then I can just kind of choose where I fall. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so is this the same thing as like what Ian Wilson was talking about with dreaming for gamers where he uses the video games to map out his dreams or is this something like that you're doing specifically? Yeah. No, it is kind of like that. No, it's like, uh, it's very, I'd say there's like five different areas. It's like, there's a ski resort and there's like this giant weird casino and there's like a big lake and, and kind of just jump to whichever place I want. That's trippy, man. That's really cool. cool. Like a big Disneyland theme park. (laughs) It's really cool. Yeah, I can never, I can never control what I'm doing when I jump in. Like you'll land and there's something going on. There's something in your mind, like you're in the middle of doing something. And then you realize you're dreaming. I'm going to try that. Do it. You should be able to pull it off. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think you can do it. <laughs> well, thanks for your call, bro. Yeah, no, I, had a, I had a few premonitions, too. Like, I've seen things, and then a week later, it happens. Pretty crazy. What was the last one that happened like that? Um, there was the, uh, bar, there was a, uh, the Flamingo Casino or something like that in Las Vegas. And they had a rooftop bar catch on fire. And, uh, like in my dream, I'm on one of those weird moving escalator platforms that they have in between casinos. Only it was like way up above the buildings. I'm just kind of standing there and all these people are around, you know, we're all just standing on that escalator moving down the street. And I look over and the, and the roof is on fire. I'm like, Oh, there's a, there's a fire going on over there and everybody's looking at it. And then I just kind of wake up and like a week later it was in the news and that bar caught on fire and they were showing video of it. And I was like, man, that is exactly what I dreamt. Do you write, do you write your dreams down? Have you had to do that all over the years or you don't even have to? Uh, no, no, I've been starting to write them down. Have you noticed a difference? Just since to kind doing of that? remember. Yeah. Uh, it, I haven't like went back to read them though. So I don't know. It hasn't really made a difference. I think if I went back and actually read them and remembered them before I fall asleep, right, it'll make right. a bigger difference. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be like, oh, look, I wrote this down two months ago, and here it is in the news. 
Because I feel like for Whenever me, again. I feel like for me, if I if I would do a better job at writing them down, it would help me to remember them, which would help me become aware while I'm dreaming. You know, the whole cycle of just yeah. in your conscious mind. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what they say. I haven't really had, I don't know, I don't really try. It just kind of happens. Yeah. Yeah. But I also have a really good memory, so... Right on, man. I should try some lucid dreaming. I can never yeah. do it, though. I was like the smart, I was in and out of it for a while. I woke up at like five, and I was like, fuck this. I couldn't fall back asleep, so I went, <laughs> I went and uh, I came down. I had a hoot, went back to bed, and then I was able to get back. I was like in and out of it till like 10 o'clock. I didn't finally drag my ass out of bed to probably quarter after. Feels nice, though. Yeah. It just lays around in bed in the morning. But now the no lucid dreaming involved. I think the best ones are when you, you're dreaming and you wake up and then you fall back to sleep and you're right back where you were in your dream. Yeah. Yeah. Those ones are get pretty crazy. Cause then you're more aware and you can like, you're like, okay, here I am back again. Only now I know I'm dreaming. Yeah, exactly. I've been able to do that a couple of times. Yeah. I've I've been able to do that a few times and then inevitably it just slips away to the point where you can't, I can't go back. Yeah. But that can be damaging if you're you're kind of expecting something and it doesn't happen and you want it to happen. You're just like, man, go back to sleep, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, we appreciate you calling in to share that with us, and we hope you keep listening. We hope to see you in Arizona uh, here in a few months, hopefully we can meet yeah. up down there and we can have a good time. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I'm still on that. Uh, I'm still a big supporter of Grimerica. We appreciate that. Thanks, support. buddy. I send you that check every week, Thanks. every month. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, Joe, you need to get in on that. <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll get in on uh, the. Uh, how Gramerica does their no, I'm in. I'm in on it. We we uh, what is it? Uh, what do you call it? I'm a fringe it's, FM uh, supporter. Value for value. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, value for value. Yeah, yeah, I'm in on it. Like so far, they think I'm worth two bucks, and I think they're worth two bucks. I think that's where we're at so far. Oh. <laughs> well, it's like I always have five dollars <laughs> when that payment comes around. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's, I, I'm just joking. I know. I, I buy a lot of shit, so. But I always got like five dollars there, and that payment always goes through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grand America is like the um, the the foundation for all of us podcasters. So we know no, no, we're just standing yeah. on the, the shoulders OGs. of giants. There's OGs before us. We were the young G's at one point, believe it or not. You can do this too, and you'll be doing five hundred episodes one day. Yeah. Hey, I love it when you're on Lighting the Void, too. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Joe's always, like, pretty pretty respectful. And then you come on there and you're cussing and stuff. And <laughs> I can tell you broken Joe down a little bit. <laughs> oh, he made a backlink, too. What <laughs> was it? It was like, uh, 
America that see slash go fuck yourself. And that, that goes straight to the, uh, the, the, the station. So it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really enjoy those episodes. Yeah. We'll have Joe, to do another Friday uh, night again. Anybody ever tell... What's that? Hey, uh, anybody ever tell you you look like a straight Tim Dillon? Tim Dillon? No, no one's ever told me that. No one's ever told me that. Like a straight Tim Dillon. <laughs> That's cool, dude. I got it. It's Wait, a good joke. Tim Dillon's gay? You know. Yeah. Huh. Well, supposedly. No, he's a funny guy. He's, I don't know if you know who he is, but popular comedian. I like Tim Dillon. I follow him on Crazy. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's good shit. All that AZ sounds looking good on you, Joe. Well, thanks, man. You doing all right? Yeah. Good deal. Doing all right. Been reading some books. Getting my shit together. Right on, bro. Yeah, Joe uh, helped me through a lot of shit recently. So I owe him a lot. Nah, dude, you don't owe me a thing. We're all in the. We're all do. We're all just trying to make it through this thing together. Yeah, yeah. Well, you helped, man. Not a problem. Thanks for calling in, bro. It's good talking to you. Yeah, hey, I might be coming through down that way in the next couple of months. If I do, I'll let you know. Right on. Yeah, let me know for sure. All right. Well, I'll let you guys get back to it. Thanks, buddy. All right, brother. Thanks for calling. Steezy Stevie. Cool, dude. Steezy. Steezy. Who's next, Joe? I don't know. That's it. Show's over. 1-800-588-0335. It's still clogging up. I can see people fighting to get through, and they're clogging it up right now. I wish I could. Can I show it to you? I can show it. Oh, oh you could go. probably share the screen. Yeah, you probably don't want to see all the numbers. Oh, yeah, don't blank. dox everyone. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to use the restroom, but there's just a uh, 403 area code. 403. That's close to us. That's Darren's kids. Oh, they hung up. <laughs> they hung up. <laughs> It's your kids pranking the call. They keep, they keep yeah. pranking. That's twice now. The last, the, the f- last time was Cyrus, I think. Yeah, it's four zero three. They they've been trying to get him f- call in for a minute. All right, uh, five one eight area it's code. Your kids pranking the call. Thank you. Hey, what's up, fellas? How we doing? Good. How you doing? Good. Good. Uh, hey man, I just wanted to say that last guy that was on the, uh, that was on the horn there. I don't know what you did for him, Joe, but it really sounded like you really did something good for him. So I just wanted to give you kudos on that. Oh yeah. He's just having a tough time and I figured I'd call him on the phone, talk to him. We all, we all need friends to pick us up sometimes, you know, help us out. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I've done that. But uh, just first and foremost, happy uh, happy early Father's Day, guys, uh, and happy 500th for you. I'm uh, real happy for you guys. Want to give you congratulations? Thank you. Thank you very much. 
How long have you been listening? Uh, I was, I've been listening to you guys for a while, and uh, we were talking about comedy there earlier. Um, you guys, you guys know who Bill Hicks was? You bet. Yep, totally. Love Bill Hicks. I got a Bill Hicks yeah. shirt. Hell yeah, man! Isn't he? He's something else. I mean, it's too bad that he died way back in the day, but his comedy was so ahead of its time. You know what I mean? Like if his shit was popping today, he'd be probably the most cutting edge, you know, comedian going right now. Yeah, oh yeah, he would have been canceled a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, most definitely. But uh, also, I just wanted to, you guys, you guys, you guys are about my age. I'm 38. You guys said you're 40, 42. Do you guys used to be Stern fans, Howard Stern fans back in the day? I've never been a Howard Stern fan. I've never got it. My buddy Kyle was a Howard Stern fan. I was just like, I don't fucking get it, man. This yeah, shit is and, not funny. Yeah, I know somebody that's a Howard Stern fan too, but I've never really gotten into it. I mean, some of it's been okay, funny that I've listened to, but I mean, he's gotten so woke lately. It's just gross. Howard Stern can fuck off. Well, yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. He used to be the most cutting edge guy back in the 90s, and I used to love him, and just while he's, what he's evolved into and the sellout, the, the amount of sellout that he became, it's it's fucking heartbreaking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know it's hard to see that with with people like him or musicians, or it's really just, it's it's just gross to see. Yeah, but yeah. I could make it is. A, it's all for money. All yeah. for money. That he had more money than he knew what to do with before then. I was hoping I could get maybe a little... Uh, if I said something bad about Howard, maybe it would get a little tit for tat going. He'd start bitching about us on his show. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> a rivalry. <laughs> Joe's yeah, I imagine that. So what do you think happens with a guy Listen, like that? One thing I wanted I, I really I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead. What do you what do you think that happens with a guy like that then? Where he's he's just you think there's just pressure for him to toe the line, to toe the narrative, like you think it comes down, or do you think he ends up doing it on his own? Oh, I think Howard, dude, honestly, I think years ago they got to him. He's bumping elbows with the most, you know, the fucking, the creme de la creme elite. You know, he, God knows who, who's gotten at him. I don't know. I, I don't know. He just sold out a long time ago. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's sad. You know, there's not really many rock stars left in the world today. You know what I'm saying? That, that keep it real. Uh, you can count them on your fucking fingers and toes, and it's sad. Yep. You got any favorites? Well, listen, guys, one one quick question I had. Um, you guys are all, you know, everybody's uh, talking about Randall Carlson um, tonight. I'm, that's how I got into you guys is through Randall Carlson, all my, uh, you know, research on ancient civilizations and all. And you know how, like, uh, Randall Carlson, he always refers to, like, Velikovsky and like Plato and just all these guys throughout history, you know, that we always hear in the documentaries being referred to. Do you guys ever like, like grasp the realization that you guys are like affiliated with a man that I think is, he's doing some of the most important work. I think that there is possibly for us as humans to be doing. And you guys, you guys get to hang out with him and talk to him and pick his brain and you're right there in the flesh with them. Do you guys ever like uh, realize like how how you know just how special that is, how cool that is, and that someday 
Lord knows if our society makes it, say, 500 years from now, that they'll be talking about Randall Carlson and Graham Hancock and uh, Michael Cremo and Klaus Donna and guys like that. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, that's that's the main reason we're sort of proud to be involved in all that, that work with Randall that we're trying to do and getting Cosmographia going and doing the tours. And I mean, I was just talking about a few callers ago, how I just printed out that picture for my wall of Randall and I overlooking the potholes cataract for that exact reason, you know, because I think that, that we're on the precipice of Randall Carlson and a couple of people like that. And a couple of the other players that are starting to get involved or knock on the door we're on the precipice of some major, major, major things coming through for Randall, and I'm hoping to see that happen because he's not getting any younger. Of course, we are doing another tour with Randall in September, September 20th to 26th. We're going to be down there in Washington doing it all over again. I actually just got the new itinerary last night uh, for September that I need to post this weekend, so... I mean, if you guys, if anyone listening wants, or if you yourself want to come and do hang out with Randall and do that, and we are going to be doing all that in just a couple of months from now. I mean, he is a special guy, right? It's he, amazing. You can talk to him. You can talk to him about anything, and he's knowledgeable about so much. I mean, you see him doing these presentations at night at at, uh, at one of our events there, and he's got a bunch of PowerPoint presentations on all kinds of stuff from the esoteric and the moon and and the cathedrals and the the Holy Grail and the ancient mysteries and the floods and the younger Dryas. I mean, it's unbelievable. The guy is just a wealth of knowledge and he's a, he's a great guy and it would be nice. It would be nice if, uh, if he got some recognition, you know, in the future. Oh yeah, definitely guys. And just, uh, nothing but props to you guys. Obviously everybody, you know, loves you guys. Um, like I said, you guys are help promoting his word, spreading it, you know, um, Every day, more and more people hear about it, think about it, and you just put it in perspective, man. You know, everybody, all these flood myths, I, I would think everybody pretty much could, you know, uh, agree that there was a flood. And, and just based on the print, you know, the pyramids and the evidence that's left, there was clearly, you know, a, a wicked, super advanced civilization here. And then some shit happened. And it all got wiped out, and the remnants are what we find in the dust today. You know, yeah. we're just like ant, like like Randall said, we're like ants in an ant hill. You know. Yeah, we're young. We're just sort of coming back from that cataclysm. Still, I mean, you can sort of see it, and when you read the history books, what you know, the First Nation accounts and everything else, it's uh, it it starts to become more and more apparent that we're just sort of crawling back from something and we don't even really have a clue about the history really what happened no very we're just starting to piece together little bits right right it'd be nice to live another hundred years to see what they figure out you know yeah hopefully we got another 40 50 years left to see what they do figure out yeah yeah i think of that too yep totally or the ability to go back in the past your time i know there's a lot of I know this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I said or or the ability to go back in the past. I mean, wouldn't you love to go back to you know when they were building Gobekli Tepe or the pyramids or when they were you know listening to these these 
sages talk about the upcoming disaster or whatever. I mean, it would have been fantastic to see that. Yeah, because like back then, those people, they, I think it was pretty clear that they knew something was coming. There was some kind of impending doom. Just, you know, but you guys know the all the, the backstory, you know. Um, but just a couple other things I just wanted to put out there. Just, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him, but his name's Klaus Donna yep. and Michael Cremo. They're, um, you know, the, the out-of-place artifact guys. But uh, just anybody listening, those guys are uh, two two really good researchers to get into as well. Yep. Thanks, buddy. That's great. Thanks for calling. All right, guys. Thanks, thanks for, for your listening. Time. Yeah, thanks for your time. And I just want to say I love Caitlin. Bye-bye. Wait. Who's Caitlin? Shout out to Caitlin. Shout out to Caitlin. That dude loves you. Is he talking about one of the Olsen twins or something? I, I hope not. Are they little girls? I guess they're not anymore. All right. 206 area code. Oh, boy. First time, long time. No, you're not. Third time. What do you mean I'm not? Third time, long time. Third time, long time. Congratulations, my brothers. I'm very proud and happy for you. Thanks, buddy. Good to hear from you. This is Cyrus from yeah. seattle isn't it? Or from the Pacific Coast? You could have kind of seen him, bro. Just on the other side of the lake. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. How are you, buddy? What's your what do you want to talk about? Well, I just want man, we got Joe Roop here, man. Howdy. His face belongs on the on the mountain, huh? Which mountain? Which one are you talking about? Sinai. Uh, the the Mount Rushmore of uh Grimerica. Oh, yeah. Maybe one of these one days. Of my, one of my favorite guests of all time, man. I listen to the. Sh- I'm a big fan of yours too. Oh, thanks. It's just I, I. These two are my brothers. Uh I was at the last contact at the cabin. Thanks, Darren. I got to fulfill one of my bucket list things and meet Randall Carlson face to face. Yeah, no problem, man. It was fun. You locked your keys in your car. No, no. no you actually just lost your keys altogether. Actually, they were stolen while you. Yeah, someone practiced. stole my jacket. Yeah. <laughs> because the caterer dropped the yeah, ball on uh, breakfast. I call... Pardon? The caterer dropped the ball on breakfast, so Cyrus and I were cooking bacon and eggs, uh, and he left his jacket outside. We were cooking the bacon and eggs, and someone stole it with his truck key in it. It's all good. It was worth it, man. Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, I'd like to start talking about some happy stuff, some white pill stuff. Because uh, down, down here, I haven't worn a mask in anything in a week. In a week? And I'm just uh, right up in a week. For last week. Uh it was pretty bad here, you know, it's, it's, uh, Seattle, but 
Yeah, I just gave, I gave up on it, man. I'm just like, I'm not wearing a mask anymore. Let's see how this goes. And I haven't had anyone mess with me at all. That's great. Well, I mean, Soap Lake was wide open. Nobody gave a fuck about anything out there. It was a fun little town. As soon as you get on the, that side of the mountains. It's the good side of the mountains. It's like the tracks. Seattle's on the bad side of the tracks. You gotta get the fuck out of there, bro. Sell all your yeah. shit and run. Yeah. It looks like Idaho's... I could see in the next, like, 10 to 15 years, Idaho absorbing eastern Washington, eastern Oregon, northeastern California, and, you know, that'd be cool. Maybe Alberta. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I think there's a bunch of counties in Oregon and and uh, Oregon and California that are trying to pull it off already. Yeah, I know they want to succeed, but man, it's it's just such a bummer how Portland's just ruining Oregon. I used to love it. I used to go. I used to live down there. I used to go down there a lot, and now it's just it's so bad. But Oregon is such a great state. Totally, I love Oregon. Seaside's like one of my favorite places in the world. Uh, the Trucilla guys, if uh, they're they're doing a, a festival called uh, the Agoragon Agoragon Manifest, so people should search that and think it's at the end of July. Oh yeah, I was watching a video of them out the, at the, the Olympic tryouts <laughs> with the megaphone, yelling at people for vaccine passports. <laughs> it was great. I love those guys. I'm wearing the Trucilla T-shirt right now. Coach, you gave us all AIDS. That's it. Well, guys, how, what do you think of your first 500 episodes? Fantastic, what are dude. Some of your most fondest memories. Oh, I just it's meeting all the people, all the listeners, all the people in the community, and all the cool guests. That's my favorite part. A hundred percent. You guys have formed one hell of a community. I'm not even involved in the chats that much anymore. I just don't have time because when I had that on my phone, I would, I, I wouldn't get anything done. There's always people in the chats talking and hanging out and get becoming, you know, besties online or whatever. It's just, but you know, I kept finding myself trying to get, get back to them, talk to them. I'm just, I can't, just can't, I, I don't have the attention span or, the time to, to go in there. I just can't, I got stuff I got to do, but man, if you're looking for a community, it's one hell of one. Thanks buddy. One hell of a good one. Grimerica.ca slash chats. Yeah. If you want to get in on that. Well, I'm going to let, let's, let me look at my phone here. Uh, 59. It only took me 59 tries to get in. That's <laughs> it. There you go. Never give up. Thanks, buddy. Never give I up. I told you. I well, told you. Never give up. Never surrender. Well, give us give us a wish list. Yeah, to, give us something before you go. What you want to What you want us to talk about in the future? Like a favorite topic or something? You want us to hit something later? Well, I'll see you in oh. September. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's for me. I'm I'm trying to get to that white pill part of the program. I'm done because you had a caller in earlier. He was going off, and uh, he's a fellow Canadian. And I I was I was like, God, dude, that was me not that long ago. 
I was getting, I was hot under the collar when this first, when this thing first started coming out and they were saying that they were going to start, they were thinking about closing everything down. I was flipping out and having a freaking panic attack. You know, I was like, no, 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 we can't do that. We can't. You, it, I, I don't care if they say it's going to be two weeks. It's not going to be two weeks. It's going to be forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I remember, and, uh, you know, looking back on it now, so a year later, I'm tired of putting that much negative energy into my life. Well, dude, our regular so feed for the good things, our, the reg- happy things. our regular feed has got some good stuff coming up, man. We got some more, uh, you know, UFO stuff coming up. We got some Ibogaine retreat stuff, um, some uh, Immaculate Conception from Mary and the secret what? sisterhood in the ancient past. I mean, it's, Immaculate Conception? Yeah, dude. It's fucking going to be Is this fantastic. why you've been going off about all these people being immaculately conceived yeah, lately? Exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah. Cyrus, there's lots of good ways to stuff coming up. Yeah. You should get a deer tag. We'll go shoot a deer in September. Well, dude, I can meet you up in uh, Idaho whenever. Uh, we'll find out, out when the hunting season well, is. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, Bonner's standpoint, I'm still looking at the property out there. Well, as soon as the border but, yeah. opens, I'm going um, to, to Silverwood. So I'll meet you there. Oh, for sure, dude. If you call, yeah, if you, if you bring the kids down hell, and your girl, yeah, just give me a call and I'll be there. All right, brother. Sounds I'll bring good. My, my three boys. But yeah, man, let's bring some more magic to the world and show these people that it's real. You know what I'm saying? You bet, buddy. And I hope you're ready for tomorrow night, Graham. You're going to get your ass whooped. Okay, we'll see about that. Is this your new D&D style game you've invented? <laughs> it's the D&D, regular D&D. Oh, oh. I'm going to hit him so hard, we're going to have to roll for another DM. <laughs> what about the game we're going to... What about the game right we're on, trying buddy. to... Right, I love you guys. Is it the same game? No, it's not. Oh. Love you, buddy. Love you, Cyrus. Have a good night, buddy. How was your bathroom break, Joe Roop? Yeah, it wasn't fast enough. No? That's what I get. You know, back when you get my age, you could run to the bathroom, right? And I don't know, maybe it's just me, but you start realizing the prostate doesn't work as well anymore. The prostate? If yeah, you, just, you know, you got to massage the, it once in a while. You got to have the gun. Graham quits. Well, 403 area code. Is this saying another 403? Yeah, this is 403. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we got you. Excellent. No relation to these guys, by the way, as you can probably tell. Yeah, what, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm actually just, I'm not, I'm about an hour north of these guys, but originally I'm from obviously the UK. Uh, the name's, uh, name's Mark. Mark. Mark from Mark. Alberta. Up in God's country uh, up there. Uh, not originally, as you could probably tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Originally from the UK. How long you been in Alberta? I've uh, been here about uh, 10 years now. I spent 10 years down in the States. I left England in 2000. Would you ever go back? Uh, I do. I do go back because I've still got my mum still there. 
Um, so I, I go back uh, when I can. Uh, I haven't been back for a while, as you can tell. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm fairly new to the show. I'm an old geezer. Uh, I'm in the 50s, so I'm a little bit not up with the technology, but you guys are teaching me. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever seen rocks in. So uh, I'm really, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm slowly getting into it, and I think you're doing a great job. Oh, we appreciate that, man. We're trying really hard over here, so it's glad it comes through once in a while. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. And I saw, I'm going to, I just saw that you've uh, got an interview with Gareth Ike, so I'm going to get into that and get signed up and uh, start uh, sending uh, sending a bit uh, your way to keep this thing going because I think it's really important now, you know, uh, and more people need to do this, you know. Uh, you're one of the first guys that are actually open with it and are saying, look, you know, the media, definitely mainstream media, it's done, it's over. And if you want something else, uh, you know, you can take that money that you spend on that cable bill every month and start distributing it around to uh, all these other media outlets that are out there. Totally. We appreciate that. And, of course, if you want to get any of our extra content, we've got the grammerica.ca slash support for those people listening at home. Uh, and then we've got grammericaoutlaw.ca, which is a premium podcast. And then we got the Rockfin stuff, which is uh, where we do Grammerica Goes Deep. So there's all sorts of different ways you can yeah. you can support. Yeah, it's, it's it's been great to. Uh, I've just gotten into your Grime America. Now I'm I started listening to a little bit of the Outlaw, so now I'm actually signed up on Rockfin. I'll start. I'll set up an account and get in there. I was going to ask you, um, have you been over to the UK and seen some of the esoteric stuff and some of the? I'm a huge fan of Hancock and uh, Randall Carlson, um, and that's how I managed to find you. Funnily enough. We're, I've never been across the pond. I hope to go one day. Um, I mean, I, yeah. I do have a bit of a sore spot for the British. You know, they did kind of make things bad over here for the Indians. But, I mean, I do want to go, and we want to go do one, something with Randall Carlson over there. And who knows, maybe Graham Hancock. Yeah, we were thinking there was like rumors. a contact at the castle or the cathedral. There was a few spots maybe to hit in France. <laughs> In France and England, I mean, I've been to England a few times, and uh, I I love it. The UK, I mean, the UK, Ireland, Scotland, England, and uh, and we're doing a rock fin with a UK researcher in a week or two about uh, Atlantis and stuff. So it'll be it'll be fantastic. Okay. Yeah, I listened to the Grundy one. Uh, ben, no, that yep. was something else. Yeah, uh, yeah Ben the, Grundy, uh, yep. elderly guy you had on. Yeah, I listened to Ben Grundy. He's the uh, Australian. Then I listened to the the older uh, Marriage. Uh, what was his name? Edmund uh, Edmund Marriage. Yeah, uh, the uh, Marriage. Golden Age. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant that one. Just just to go back on that subject that you said about uh, what the British had done. Uh, just so you know, um, it's not just been done in Canada. Uh, they have found mass graves in residential schools and uh, children's homes all around Europe. Uh, there's one in Jersey called Hoyt de la Grande. Uh, they dug up shackles, uh, bodies. Uh, there's been a couple in Ireland. There's been a big one in Scotland. Um, my mum, who's in her, um, she's in her 80s now, bless her. She's got dementia. But before she had that, growing up as a kid, she was evacuated during the Second World War. And what happened was they pulled all the kids out of London and just sent them to these kids' homes. And then they went on 
to uh, other people in the countryside, you know, and there was all sorts of atrocities done. You know, some of my uncles would tell, you know, I grew up listening to stories and, you know, we all know about what's been going on in England with the politicians, um, with the entertainment industry. You've obviously heard of Jimmy Savile, um, who was the... uh, Big paedophile in England. Have you heard about that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's totally. connected to. I mean, you see those pictures with the royalty all the time. I mean, he seemed to be connected with the yeah. pretty yeah. high level society. Maybe. Yeah, the guy had keys to Broadmoor Prison, which is uh, which is a very high security prison for um, the mentally insane. I mean, who who gives somebody like that the keys to Broadmoor Prison? But there you go. I mean, growing up as a kid, he was like all over the TV, and uh, you know we. There were rumours. There were rumours. I've worked in the entertainment industry um, for some years. I don't anymore. And there were a lot of rumours about him. But, um, yeah, no, I'm glad that you're you're getting all these people on. Uh, I will listen to the Gareth Pike. When I was going to ask you, have you ever heard of a guy called Neil Kramer? Yeah, we've had him on, yep. Excellent. Okay, yeah. I'll look for that. What did you think to Neil? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, we had him on our old show on the, the on the Synchronicity Walk. Uh, no, I oh. no, I don't think so. No. But that was on he was on our old show there. Um yeah. The, the, the I wanna ask you about the the European slash the UK part of the residential school. So are are you saying that that kind of model yeah. that model wasn't just about, let's say, uh uh indigenous kids and the whole no, Indian no, thing, no, but no. it's a no, model, it a, model of the, uh, a model of the, a model of schools. In- yeah. No, yeah, but- it was about residential schools in general, all over England, and, right, and even right. care homes. Um, a, a lot of kids in the in the care system have been uh, have been abused. There's a there's a couple of people in England. Um, I'm trying to think of them. They've been trying to research it and uh, find out, you know, where they're all where they're all at. Yeah, yeah. If you find out any uh, any good researchers on that, let us know. Um, we're sort of looking to do some more. Uh, yeah, there was a. We're working on a full side yeah, yeah, project can, uh, on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because as soon as as soon as this come out, not that long ago in Kamloops, it just threw up all of those uh, ones that I've been following over the years uh, in Scotland, Ireland, uh, and then Hoyt de la Grande was was a big one in Jersey. That was a care home that they know for sure that some politicians went to visit and Savile was a big visitor of these uh, care homes and the homes where young kids were um, what do they call them over there they're not they're like naughty naughty boys and girls schools Savile used to go there and handpick these kids you know it's all come out yeah juvenile um, homes a, a, juvenile. another one you can yeah 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 there's that as well but but they took a lot of kids um, in the Second World War, a lot of kids were taken from Liverpool and London and they were shipped over to Australia. They were told their parents had died and uh, they hadn't. And they were shipped over there and put in these, uh, I'm, I'm going to say it, uh, they were put in these, I'm nothing again, yeah, well, I'm not religious, but they were put in these Catholic schools and they were seriously abused. Yeah, that was kind of the theme here too, for the most part, yeah. It's uh... yeah, yeah. It's just disgusting, and uh, you know, I mean, it's 
it's certainly nothing I condone. Um, I think it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I couldn't believe it when I, when I found out about it. My, my wife is Canadian, so she told me all about the residential schools and obviously uh, growing up, listening to the hip and uh, then listening to Gord Downey's albums and, and the film he did. Yeah, it just it blows, my, blows my mind, to be honest. You know, it's just, yeah. So, uh, yeah, please don't, uh, please don't think I'm anything to do with that just because I'm British. Oh, I know you're not, sir. <laughs> I know you're not. The crown, the good old crown. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I've spent time in the States with some of the um, uh, Native Americans down there and, and talking to some of them. I used to live not far from Cherokee, so I have a few friends there uh, still to this day. So, yeah, it's uh, it was great to learn about uh, a little bit of the culture, you know, and I understand, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's... It, 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 it's something that, that that we should be learning more of because you know you guys, especially knowing the the ancient history and looking into that, um, yeah, it all goes back a long way, doesn't it? Yeah. Hey, I got a question about that. This whole thing. Do you think that the Catholic Church will get a little bit more, of the a little bit too much of the blame compared to the government? Because I mean, I feel like the, it's the government's fault more than the than the church. But of course, the church will probably take the fall. Uh, I honestly, um, I'll give you my honest opinion is I don't think anyone's going to take the fall. Well, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. They're just going to brush it off. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I, I... You know, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. The government should definitely, the government should definitely pony up, and people should start to uh, stop voting for these morons and these uh, these psychopaths. You know, um, we've got we, we've got to start from the ground up. Um, you know, I don't swing to the left or the right, as far as I'm concerned. They're all fucking parasites. You know, um, if I could stop paying taxes tomorrow, I would. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Right I yeah, agree. I've got, got, I've got no time whatsoever for all of them. You know, I mean, just listening to the, the you know, how they want to change the schooling systems and what they're trying to bring in and um, the, the whole, the, the way that, you know, society is being steered through social media, through mainstream uh, television and, and, you know, radio, even music, you know, it's all, it's, where we're not evolving, we're devolving, you know. And it's people like yourselves that are putting together uh, communities that are now starting to talk about uh, setting up your own thing and doing your own thing. It's the only way forward, you know. Um, come away from the Amazons. Come away from the, 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 you know. You don't need a lot of the stuff. Start building communities. Start working together. Start growing your own food. That's anarchy, right there. Yeah, you bet. It seems like that's going to be the only solution. That's what they don't want. Yeah. So that Neil Kramer episode is no... Go ahead. But one of the things I just wanted to mention, um, because I don't know whether you're uh, whether you've ever heard of this. Not many people have. Um, but in England, there's an, there's a place called Hellfire Caves. They're in a town called High Wycombe. Uh, you can look them up on the internet, and uh, it's one of the. Um, the biggest man-made caves, and it was uh, it was owned by oh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name now, um, but just parties and orgies, and they used to think satanic rituals down there. And uh, you can go down and, and, and see them. Like it's a, not really a visitor center, but it's open all the time. Um, but not many people talk about that as far as esoteric stuff goes. But it's uh, around that area, just outside of England, High Wycombe. Um, is the name of the place, and they're called Hellfire Caves. 
and uh, very interesting, very interesting place. A lot of uh, a lot of weird stuff used to go on around there. When were they supposedly made? Uh, I think it was. Uh, oh, I've, I've got to look it up. Was it the 1700s or something like that? I think um, they were they were dug out. Um, they're one of the deep. Uh, I think they're one of the. Now, what does it say in there? I can't remember. I'd have to pull it up. But it said uh, something about one of the uh, biggest man-made caves for that for that kind of ritual, you know, back then. Yeah, back yeah, then. yeah. Uh, Looks like you can even uh, drive yeah, cars and shit yeah, down that's, there. Yeah, that's fascinating, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not quite as big as the underground bases, but, but a lot of... Uh, esoteric stuff went on down there they think and uh, it, it was all part of the Hellfire Club uh, which I do believe uh, the guy that ran it um, I'd have to look it up um, I think his name I don't know let's see if I can pull it up quick uh, Benjamin now Benjamin Franklin was his friend but the guy that ran it was uh, or had him built um yeah, I can't. I can't see it again. But he was he was quite a, a, a well-to-do guy of his day. Here he is, uh, Sir Francis Dashwood. There you go. <laughs> Whoever he was. But but yeah, it's been going on for years in England. It's been going on for years. Another another name I would drop from England. Uh, we used to have a show called Crime Watch. It was a live show, and uh, people would ring up with all kinds of different crimes that were going on. It was there was a lady on there called Jill Dando. Funnily enough, she looked very similar to Princess Diana. Uh, worked for the BBC, obviously. Uh, she was murdered on her own doorstep uh, in broad daylight, and they've never found the killer. And they think it was because she got too close to a paedophile ring. Wow. Yeah, that's fascinating. We'll keep an eye and an ear open for those. And yeah, that- and I'll try and get to grips with all this technology. I don't want to keep because there's lots of people wanting to ring, but I just wanted to thank you for, uh, you know, I'm very new to the show. I think I've only had two or three episodes. I'm gripped by it. I'll set, settle this up over the next couple of days. Um, I'm about an hour north of you guys, and I'm in Caltown quite a bit, so you never know. One day I might bump into you in the street. If I do, I'll certainly buy you a beer, uh, but I'll try and buy you a beer through this. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah, if you're local, send send me an email. I want to try and keep track of some of the local uh, friends of the show. When the shit uh, goes down, yeah. Yeah, When we have have barbecue barbecues and stuff like that, we can have have a bunch of local people over to to meet everybody in person. No, it's absolutely fantastic what you do. And if I can just say one more thing, uh, is that uh, people who are listening to this, you've got to support people like these guys here, you know, drop your cable, get rid of it. That money you're spending, start spending it on shows like this and start supporting because it's the only way they're going to get bigger. Yeah, so thanks right. a lot, guys. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. support and I'll be sending something in. Thanks a yeah, lot. Big yeah. love to you both. Okay. And, 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 and 231 the other guy, is Neil Kramer. See you around. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's oh, what it was. Yeah. 231. Neil Kramer. Neil Kramer. 231. Yeah. That's, that <laughs> far ago was, it was... Four years, four and a half, half years ago. Over half. Yeah. Oh my God! It feels like that was only a couple of years ago. What, what, what number was it again with Neil Kramer? What number was it? Sorry. Two hundred and thirty-one. Two hundred and thirty-one. Okay, I'll go and listen to that tonight. Thank right you very on, much buddy. for okay. what you do. Take okay, care thanks. and look after yourselves. All right. Okay, you too. Thanks, steady. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. 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 Just nonstop. We should play some of these voicemails, right? Sure. Oh my God, there's voicemails. Yeah, all well, the people that didn't get through, just some of them. 
right? Have you listened to Please. Uh, or are you just going straight to this could just be anything? You, doing you this motherfucking ass. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the calls are, I don't know if they're going to stop, honestly. Uh, 780 area code, you're on the oh. air with Grimerica. I'm known as Jasper Paul. Congratulations on your 500th episode. Thanks, brother. Thanks for all the Rockfin tips. No, Joe, uh, uh, you're the reason I uh, got into magic, uh, gave it a try, growing a, uh, a Catholic boy, I didn't really understand it. Yes, another converted Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Dawn has stolen a lot of Catholicism by the looks of it, Right, and uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, rituals I've been doing for about a year and a half now, and it's centering me and bringing me kind of enlightened uh, new beginnings, we'll say. Did you have some good luck in the beginning with it? Did you have any experiences or beginner's luck or energetic experiences? Yeah, uh, it calmed me a great deal. Uh, it started to uh, do things that I didn't expect right away. It was testing me. Things were testing me on fear and yeah. I would recognize it right away, and it would go away right away. Uh, you know, which it was quite enlightening. Yeah, you'll start to see more of those tests until you until you actually uh, break through them, and then it feels like the chaos just goes away. Like it's almost like, oh, it was yeah. just a big joke. We just wanted to see. Yeah, I'm I'm right there now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's really good. That's good. I, I can see you're getting a little bored with a lot of the calls. Uh, you're going dark there in your in your video. Oh no, that's going. it's that's just uh, <laughs> it's going dark here in Arizona. I probably just need to turn on the light. The sun's gone down in Arizona. Oh, it's still bright here, but it's cloudy <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, it's, it's been, raining here. It's been raining all damn day here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I won't keep you. Uh, the calls are kind of long, so I know everybody's trying to call in. Just want to say thank you for opening my uh, third eye, and yeah, uh, keep it up. Paul, thanks and for your support, buddy. Show. Thanks yeah, for your thanks support. For You've been one support. of the, the biggest no supporters of ours, and we really appreciate you. Well, and an IU. Uh, yeah. Keep it up, guys. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Can't say enough. Thanks. All right, thank you. Bye, right, Paul. <clears throat> Joe, you, Paul, uh, Paul bought us that book that's on the right of Darren, the, uh, to the right of Darren there. I think we talked about it before, actually. Yeah, after your oh, episode. The, yeah. It was a couple episodes. Edition. Yeah, a couple episodes of yours that really uh, triggered that. So, thanks. No, you're, you're more than welcome. 951 area code. You're on the air with Grimerica. Who are you speaking with? 951, 951. Hold on, we held on. Go ahead. Who are we speaking with? Couldn't hear you. Sorry, this is uh, Steve. Show back from the chats. Hey, Steve, how's it going, buddy? Another big supporter. Thanks for all the support. Uh, it's going, going really good, man. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Thanks for calling. Uh, pre, uh, congratulations on five hundred episodes. That's a, a lot of podcasting. Thanks, buddy. It is a lot. Imagine it's a lot. 
Showbox Canadian, right? No, no. Sandia, oh. Southern California. Really? No, no. Oh, I thought, for some reason, I thought Canadian. Mm. He's a Marine. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, nope. I'm a sailor. But... Oh. <laughs> it's a sailor. <laughs> Hovercraft sailor. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, like, um, my physical therapist actually uh, recommended I listen to Grimerica, and he started me off with the uh, industrial future in society. Wow. So I got to listen to Graham go on for, like, four hours. So it was, uh, that hooked me, and then I went back and listened to the Damien Eccles episode and been hooked since. So I've only been listening since last September. It's one of our most controversial episodes inside the podcast community. Actually, and outside too, but more inside. We got more flack from other podcasters about that episode than fucking I ever even thought possible. I still get flack for that. Not that I give a fuck, but it's funny. Yeah. Thanks, Graham. Actually, I heard about Echoes, you know, uh, like Henry Rollins did a Black Flag tribute album in in honor of the West Memphis Three, and then uh, Michael Graves from The Misfits did an album with them, so... Kind of had him in my periphery for a while, and it was pretty cool that you guys did an interview with him. You know, uh, I don't have a thought on the matter either way. It just, I thought it was a good interview. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you got his books at all? Have you have you read his books? No, no. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one day I'll get into it. Like, uh, my life's kind of busy right now, so. I don't like that magic stuff seems like it takes a lot of energy and, and focus. So uh, I, I don't want to half-ass it. So this is a lot of work. Uh, Joe, is there a way to dip your toe in without uh, using too much energy and work? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to do ritual magic. You can just jump right into sigil magic and pick up a chaos magic book and, Skip the whole thing. You don't have to do all that. Or you could just do the brief. Like his book is pretty. Eccles' book You're talking is talking about Damien Eccles. Well, book? yeah, yeah. I mean, and he, I think he's just talking about yes. in general. It seems like a lot of work, but I mean, there is just some simple breath work and stuff you could start with as well. Just really bringing in the energy and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, putting some of that stuff on lighting the void too. I'm gonna try to shrink some of it down and make it all guided, you know, but. Um, you know, the best place take... to find that out oh, to learn would be at fucking contact at the cabin magic. On the <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be real. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, the best way, to, I think what bothers, if you pick up that golden dawn book and you start going through it, you're like, yeah, this is a lot, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I mean, it's going to scare anybody, but you don't have to do that. Like you don't, you don't have to do that at all. The, once you understand the fundamentals of magic, it doesn't. Uh, doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, that's the magic stuff. Like I'm really interested in, and then like, you know, uh, older stuff really, uh, I really love listening to that. And then uh, outlaw, like I really love the outlaw stuff. And if you're not signed up for plus, you're missing out on a lot of good content. Thanks buddy. Actually, we've been getting a lot of great feedback on outlawed. People have really been eating it up. That's good. Uh, 
we had uh, Travis uh, on today, I think. Yep. Travis today, Elmo, but the episode yep. came out last night. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to that, you know, doing my exercise, and, uh, man, it's really interesting. Like, I was kind of into that before, like, you know, like the Sovereign Sederson, um, Elodio Title, like, Tremedia Paris, Albuquerque Law, all that stuff. It's really interesting, but um, you got to remember that the government owns the court, so you, you're kind of not going to be able to do much. You know, it, it's cool to try, but at the end of the day, it, you're still fighting the government, and the government's going to win. Yep, pretty much. So, Until we take the power back. You just got to remember there's more of us than there is of them, so... Just too bad a lot of us are uh, not looking in the right direction, I guess. I don't know. That's a good way to put it. We'll get there. We'll all get there in time. Hopefully it's not too late. Yeah. And I'd love to give you a Southern California COVID report. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Open for business. Uh, I I live in Riverside County. So, like, Temecula... Is like Southern Riverside border San Diego County. Um, so they did like the two weeks to flatten the curve and like they have a place called Old Town Temecula. It's like bars and restaurants. Uh, they've been open since the two weeks to flatten the curve. <laughs> like essentially like there's still people wearing masks, but most of the bars, no masks, like it was essentially wide open this whole time. Once you get away from that area, like it's a lot of it was locked down. I've been outside every day. I've been to work every day. Um, my life essentially didn't change that much, except there was less traffic. Um, masks are everywhere. Uh, California listed the mask mandate on the 16th if you're vaccinated. But the way you can tell someone's vaccinated is because they're still wearing their mask. Um, so essentially, I'm, I'm assuming most people not wearing a mask are probably not vaccinated. So it's a win there. How weird is that, eh? I know I got a picture from Greg Carlwood with his mask off in California, in San Diego for the first time in a while. And he was like, well, technically I don't have the shot. Yeah, I just stopped. Who's going to ask? Yeah. I, I haven't worn a mask in uh, a long time. Uh, I, at work, I'm forced to wear one. Uh, but, you know, it's only when I'm transiting inside a building. Otherwise, uh, A, no one's going to tell me anything. And B, like, it's not a big deal. Wow, you just hung up. Huh. Thanks for calling in, Shell. Thanks for all the support. Who's next, Joe? We're almost through this. We got like another 45 minutes. How long is this show? It's like, well, it was slated as four hours. I was, I was expecting who, who made that? Who's, who decided Well, I was that? expecting the calls to fall off by then. You know, we could just say like, okay, no one's calling. We'll shut it down. He told me that today. He's like, well, it might be like four hours. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> four hours? I got stuff to do. Hello, right? gentlemen. So, uh, uh, 403 area code. Uh-oh, 403. It's getting close uh, to home. I'm a, I'm a 403 guy. Hey, I uh, love you guys. Graham, Darren, I don't know if you remember forever ago, I met you guys in Calgary. Uh, when Darren lived in this place, when I think it was one of the first times that uh, Randall came up to visit you guys. Uh, I'm Davin, like Raven. Oh yeah, oh, yeah Davin. Davin yeah. Like I was Raven. thinking about you the other day because you you brought you brought a you brought a set of um, 
basically platonic solid dice. The ND dice. Yep. Yes. I have that, those here somewhere. Hilarious. Do you? I didn't. I wasn't going to say because I didn't want to be, you know, presumptuous. But I was like, I think I might have given Graham his first set of D and D dice. But you must have played before, though, back in the day, right? Like, dude, I dug up my 35, 40 year old little dice from uh, back in the eighties. I still have it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, uh, you, you inspired something. I was trying to get. Sorry, what's that? No, I said, but you inspired something because uh, I've been rolling dice a lot since then. Uh, yeah, they feel so good. Well, and like, I don't know if you guys remember, I said that we were hanging out around the fire. I joked, I said, you know, like uh, the uh, with D&D, because I grew up, you know, it wasn't like a harsh Christian household, but Lutherans, you know, oh, the devil, blah, blah, blah. So no, D&D was bad. And I joked, I said that night with Randall there, I was like, well, it's because, you know, they didn't want to teach about the Platonic solids. Like, God forbid, that's, that is the devil's game. Tell them we don't want to teach our kids about geometry. There's nothing about geometry in the Bible. Like... <laughs> How have you been hanging up, hanging uh, during the pandemic down there? You must have been hopefully fairly unaffected. I'm like the rest of you guys here. We're like in Lethbridge. It's it's the same. It's weird. You know, uh, we haven't heard many reports about uh, tickets here down here. I think a lot of the cops don't agree with it, too. I don't know. Man, it's... It's it's awkward. The masks, my biggest worry going forward is that this whole, like now that, and it's shocking to me, sorry to get onto the vid train, but it's shocking to me that uh, well, I realized it once I saw a good old communist CBC telling us that uh, we are the first province to go with opening up. And I mean, Florida has been open for so long. And, and my worry is it's just for the stampede. Right, I'm going to clear up the stampede, and then everything will be nice. Right when everyone goes back to school and everyone gets a sniffle, then then it's going to be back to the same baloney. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, like, they, you know, we're all uh, no agenda guys in the morning. And this, I just, like, Dvorak says, it's just, mm, is this a test run? What does a test run for? Like... But I don't want to get this banned. So let's talk about uh, Sunshine Rock. I planted a garden. Are you guys? I would love to come out and visit you. And there, I missed. I wanted to get in right after Cyrus because I would love to come out and hunt with you, Darren. And uh, I don't have my license, so I, I'll, like uh, Graham, I'll just have to sit back and wait and just be some muscle. But uh, with everything that's going on, I like. I feel exactly the way Darren's been going. Like I have family that's agricultural, and man, I want to lean into that. Just if things get too even crazier, if there's another wave of insanity, that just makes me want to, you know, run away to the hills, run away. Well, I shot my all my deer down by Travers, so that's only like uh, that can't be far from you. It's definitely closer to you than it is to me. So we'll figure something out. Yeah. But how are you, like, you? I know, I mean, like, you guys, Darren, I mean, like, I don't know, I've heard about all the stories about you traveling, I've, you know, I've listened to you guys forever. I, I think I mentioned to you when I saw you guys in person a lot of times, sometimes I'll just listen to you guys talk to check in on how you guys are doing, and like... 
it seems like you're a little, you get your, you know, you've pushed. And I know a lot of guys, I felt embarrassed, honestly, like right before the COVID hit, I started going to a gym in town and doing the jujitsu thing. And, uh, the other day, and I never wear the t-shirt from that gym when I go out with a mask on. Cause, because some of those folks actually in the gym here pushed back locally. They went to city hall and you know, they're, they weren't happy about the restrictions. And then I saw one of the guys from the gym and he wasn't wearing a mask. And I, again, I was just so glad I wasn't wearing the t-shirt from the gym because there are a lot of people out there for whatever reason that are braver than I am. I just feel like when I, when I go out and put the mask on, I have to, because if someone gives me shit, I'm so worried I'm going to blow up. And, you know, I don't know how many other folks feel that way. It's a weird sort of complicity that they've established over all of us. This whole thing, as we all know, it's just been a crazy psyop. And that's definitely not where I wanted to go with this conversation. And honestly, I wanted to congratulate you guys on 500. And thank you for the opportunity to meet Randall Carlson, because that was an amazing moment in my life. And wish you guys the best. Yeah, Thanks. man, it's great to hear from you. You know, every once in a while, it's yeah. We'll about have to you. get Jeff here for one of the barbecues. <laughs> We've been doing the barbecues. Definitely email me too. I want to keep track of all the local peeps around here, not in a bad way, but you know, just in a in a be able to meet up way, not like in well, a track and yeah, trace way. Uh... Well, you know, it's a, uh, one of the things, too, also, I'm sure you guys have caught on to. There's this impression that they want to keep us apart because they don't want us to talk. And, uh, you know, they don't like uh, you look at whatever happened, good or bad, whatever happened with the founding fathers. It was all in establishments, right? It was all off the radar when, when people worked on freedom. And that's like they say, the, uh, the tree of liberty. Uh, tree of Liberty, watered by the blood of patriots, yada yada. As rough as it is, as it is it's it's true because you know evil will never die, but uh, good always wins. So <laughs> I agree. I agree. Sometimes it takes a little. You take care, guys. Go. You too, David. Thanks, Thanks David. for calling. Good to hear from you, buddy. Love you guys. Take care. Have yeah. a good night. I would. We're, we're going to see each other soon. Finally, and I, you know, I honestly feel bad. I've never financially contributed to you guys, and so I hope I gave you a little bit of content. But uh, we, we'll we'll work on that other part. You betcha. Take care. That's Thanks, not buddy. true. Your wife no donated on your behalf before. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I think maybe well, uh, that's uh, yeah, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet guys. Thanks, David. Have a good weekend. Are we out of callers yet, Joe Root? I don't know. Hey, where's those where's those dice? I'd like to I think they might be up on top there. Yeah, I'm gonna look for those dice. Are they still in a container or something? Do you know? Is it so looks like you got four four three area code on the air. Four four three. Four four three. Yeah, four four three. Hey four four three. Hey guys, Bill here. How you doing? Hey Bill. Hey Bill, how's it going, Bill the Shell? Just wanted to say congratulations. Five hundred is a big milestone. Thanks, buddy. I was gonna set off some fireworks here, but uh Getting a little late. I'm going to give the neighbors a break. 
I figured you're calling from a, a bar in Florida or something like that. <laughs> not this time. I'm actually surprised you're not in Florida. Maybe next time. I'll be back down there pretty soon. Totally. Are you going to come out uh, in September or what? Looking at that, looking at Stampede, maybe that's a difficult trip to pull off. But um, I don't know. Be, be at one of the next ones for sure. I could hire you for my Exo Energy Company, and maybe we could have a business meeting. Yeah, I do need some cards. Yeah, send me a PDF with the uh, card format there. We'll get that fixed up. All right, sounds good. All right, well, I'm going to let some other people in. Just want to say congratulations, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Thanks, Bill. Bill. Thanks Thanks for for being there for so long. See you guys. See ya. Sorry, I didn't. I should have muted that. Oh, Joe, that's okay. It's a nice sound. It is a nice sound. Not the usual phone lines I use, man. I'm telling you, I got some good. Listen, you guys got to stop having so many freaking listeners, man. Are we just gonna keep this rolling till we till we black out or what? Hello? If that's what's gonna happen, we gotta Hello? take a break. Hello. Sorry, I've been trying to call in a couple times. I keep going to messages. Um, I've been really wanted to talk to you guys about how um, non-Euclidean uh, geometry has been really damaging the kids. We've been teaching it in schools for a while. Uh, mathematician Euclid was like destined to unalign all of our chakras, and so he's been, you know, this geometry has been pushed to really hurt our kids. And I'm really worried as to what that's going to do for future generation. My kids right now, they're um, eight and fourteen, and my fourteen-year-old, his name is Rob. He's uh. He's, he's starting to ask questions about non-Euclidean geometry. And Non-what? I, I just, it hurt too much for me to tell about it. Non-Euclidean. I, I can't let, Non-Euclidean. I don't know how to protect him from Non-Euclidean geometry. Yeah, you know, you, the Greek mathematician Euclid? Yeah, explain that yeah. a little bit to us. Okay, so Euclid, back in his day, was destined to unalign our chakras. He, he really hated the peace that was going on in Athens at the time and the increase in intelligence that would happen. I mean, Athens was, was um, the monolith for, uh, for all of, all of math. So much of math was improved in Athens, but Euclid hated that he was jealous. And so he made up this complete bull honky part of my language, a set of geometry called the non-Euclidean solids. And the non the non-Euclidean geometry is really damaging for kids, and this is not something that they should be learning about. Give us an example of one of them. Well, I'm I'm really worried. My son opened up to me very recently. My son Rob, the 14 year old, recently opened up about his first. Um, I'm sorry, I'm getting really emotional about his about his. Uh, I can't even say about his first homosexual experience, and that really hurt. And I know that came from him learning about non about Euclidean geometry. It's really scary. I don't, I don't know what to do. Well, you can know, you? I, you know, I have this huge net for him. I have it all invested in Bitcoin. It's gonna go to the moon, and I really want him to have it, but I can't support his lifestyle. And I know that this is coming from the mass that he's learning. I'm not touching this one. <laughs> I'm move. not going near that good, one either. Good uh, move. That 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 next call. I couldn't. 
Was that a real call? I don't think so. No, it was a troll. No, it was a troll. Yeah. It was a good one, though. It was a good one. I mean, non-Euclidean geometry is pretty scary, dude. I felt like if if I'd have asked a question, I would have offended him. It was pretty good. 503 area code. You're on the Earth Ground America. Awesome. Hi, this is Skanky Owlet. Hey, Skanky, how's it going? Oh. Pretty good. How are you guys? Not too bad. Pretty good. It's been a pretty good calling night. We managed yeah. to go like three hours before we got our first troll. Last time we tried this, we had like seven trolls. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a really good show so far. I'm coming to Arizona in February, and I can't wait. Oh, that's great. Totally. And you guys are coming, um, you guys are coming back yeah. to Utah, too, aren't you? If all goes well, then yes. <laughs> I'm trying not to work this year, so it's like I have to figure out where that money's going to come from. But it should be okay. What, what That's are pretty some... much all I had to say. Oh, <laughs> these awkward pauses are getting more awkward each time. <laughs> it's the time. It's the delay too, and the timing. So we both talk at the same time. Well, what are some of your favorite topics and uh, and stuff that we talk about? I mean, I love it all pretty much. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> Um, I mean, I love, yeah, I love all the magic stuff. I love all the intention stuff. Um, yeah, it's great. I mean, so CAC in Utah was amazing. And, um, the, I've been doing breath work since we got back pretty much every day. I've only skipped like seven days total in like two months, which is great. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of, that's probably the stuff I love the most, but I love the rest of it too. Like UFOs, Bigfoot, that's how I originally found Gray America was to search Bigfoot into the iPod, whatever, <laughs> wow. podcasting. And, and like, I think it brought up a Fandango. So the first one I listened to was a Fandango and I was very confused. Um, but I really enjoyed Felix's Christmas jingle. And it happened to be Christmas time when I listened to that. It was like a couple years after. <clears throat> and so I gave you guys another shot, even though the Fandango confused me so much. And now I'm hooked. Right on. Hey, how is the breath so, yeah, work? Yeah, I love all of your topics. How's the breath work going? Have you noticed any differences in, in like, are you, you know, were you looking to change something or how are you, are you following sort of Brandon Powell's method? Yeah, I am. Um, I found I have some recordings I listen to to help me stick with the rhythm. But yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much trying to like replicate the rhythm that he had us going into. Although I'm also taking like an online course in breathwork with a like yoga hippie kind of guy. And so I'm learning a little bit of stuff from that that's similar. And I love to see the overlaps of them. Yep. Uh, So. So, yeah, and I do think, I mean, for me, I don't really, like, tap into 
the other world very much. Like I don't have visions or see ghosts or like have UFO experiences really. Like the biggest one was seeing the flashbulbs at CAC. And like I've heard, I heard a like person say meow in my house once. But other than that, I don't really have like experiences where I tap into that. But the breath work, I feel like, brings up um, energy feelings, and I feel like I can tap into things more that way. So, so I really like it for that. What about like focus? I haven't or, gotten any visions from it yet. What about just focus and um, sort of mindfulness kind of thing? Yeah, it helps with, like, if I'm having um, a lot of thoughts, you know, it really does help me to kind of just focus on my body and kind of clear those thoughts out of my head <clears throat> a little bit, not entirely. And, I th- and I've done it a few different ways where I'll, I'll just start doing it and not really have an intention or anything and just be like whatever can come up can come up and then other times I'll do it and I'll have a specific intention about what I want out of the session and I feel like it works kind of both ways and yeah I mean it's so variable my response because sometimes I'll just end up crying and that's great and other times I'll like be generating ideas and so I highly recommend it to everyone Awesome. Totally. That's uh Wim, yeah. that's basically Brandon Powell's method uh, using Wim Hof Wim Hof's uh sort of uh breathwork practice. Which we'll yeah. be doing more of in Arizona. Yeah. And in Magic of the Mountain. Yeah. Well, that is Arizona. Oh, yeah, right. Good one. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Nice and I thought you meant uh, Utah too. I know what you thought. Yeah. It's okay. Right on. Well, thanks for calling in, Skank. Skanky Owlet. Yeah. I always get a kick of your name. Your All right, name it was really awesome chats. to talk yeah. to you guys. Have yeah. a good night. I love you Thanks. so much. All right. Love you too. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. See if you can get my kids in before we go, Joe. What's the area code? 403. 403. Right. They might have given up. I mean, it has been three hours. I think they... Yeah, they might have left a voicemail. I don't know. Joe, this has been great. You've been doing a good job yeah, there with the phones. It. And I mean, oh my God, this is like, we, You're we hired. Had, yeah. I could so do glad. this for a living, right? So Just screen calls, you know? <laughs> well, you did let the one guy through. What, the and then you just threw your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> You, you talking to the Euclidean dude? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that threw me off for a second. I like how uh, we're, I like how we're all just speechless. That's seven, <laughs> that was the best seven, troll seven, ever. Five. Area code, you're on the air with Grow America. Hello. Hi. Uh, howdy. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, I want to say happy 500, guys. I'm you know I'm really proud. I've been watching since for like I'm driving like 360, probably somewhere along that. So you know, congratulations, big rat. Um. Anyway, uh, I, I, there's just been some stuff rolling around in my brain. I just wanted to get off my chest. Um, 
Well, personally, what do you guys think about the Hunter Biden emails? Personally, I think the shit that you're talking about, like the think coin, is a bit fucking crazy. And honestly, I think it's going to change a lot in the United States. And um, if you can tell the guy on the left to close his door, it's making me really anxious, actually. Guy on the left, he needs to close his door. Is this oh, the truth? This Joe. Is the, the, Joe, sorry, yeah, I accidentally hung up on you. Nine zero two area code. You're on the air. Who are we speaking with? Wouldn't that be weird if that dude came through the open door? <laughs> <laughs> dude, that would wake me out. All of a sudden, they had peeks around the door. <laughs> What's up, Steve? Just calling from Nova Scotia. Long time listener. Probably one of the older ones. I found these two clowns, um, I forget if it was one or both of them were on uh, Micah Hanks' show. Oh, wow, going uh, way When back. they were first yeah. starting the podcast yeah. out. And uh, I said, Cry America, what the hell does that mean? Some, That's I exactly it was what some I crazy what, what American podcast. Mean? Yeah, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. I figured it was going to be some crazy, you know, right-wing American show or something. <laughs> and, uh, it was a crazy right-wing old, Canadian, uh, Canadian show. <laughs> Yeah, even better. But, uh, I've been, I can't thank you guys enough for all the work you put in over these 500 episodes. I was a religious listener till about a little over a year ago and I just went through a lot of shit in my life. Got a lot of health issues, lost my career, then got handed divorce papers because the wife found somebody 20 years younger than me. And so life's been kind of flipped upside down. I'm just getting back trying to find some things that give me some stability in life so the uh i saw the feed go by on facebook today i was like oh, i gotta at least try to get in but i only got a phone so i can't uh, listen while i called so i finally said screw it i'm gonna try and just pester joe with 20 or 30 rings here and see if i can uh, get him to pick it up and uh it only took me 18 i think so that was pretty good Perfect. Very impressed. Well, we're glad you I'm got telling you, through. man, this is just like a primetime radio show. That's how many times you got to call those people, too. Yeah. Um, uh, we're humbled by how many people tried to get in and all the all the people who have, you know, gone through so much while listening to the show. I mean, we've gone through a ton, too, behind the scenes, you know, the whole time. It's been a fucking railroad over here, too, believe me. Yeah, well, my life's been turned upside down. I mean, everything I worked for is gone. I'm I'm living on a crappy CPP. I went from making fifty, sixty k a year for thirty years to making fifteen thousand, and my scumbag ex-wife got the house, and then didn't make the payments on the house, and the house got uh, confiscated uh, by the bank. Yeah, yeah, lost everything. But you know, kind of sort of starting out at least I, I had my grandparents old flat at my mother's house so I'm for the first time in my life living in an apartment and trying to <clears throat> deal with all the life changes but so uh, all of this stuff man just happened to you recently over the last three years yeah I, I've been had a lot of weird health problems for quite a you know, I'd complained to doctors for 30 years that there was something wrong with me. Um, Graham, you could probably relate to this with some of the problems your, your, your girlfriends had. Yeah. And, uh, they finally diagnosed me with this ridiculous illness called sarcoidosis that I'd never heard of before that they thought I had, they basically told me I had lung cancer cause that's how bad my lungs looked. And anyway, that's one of those diseases. There's almost no support for it here in Canada. 
and uh, sort of had to medicate myself. RSO oil for 12 months kind of knocked the flare up down, but took away everything, caused all kinds of other weird related problems. And uh, that was something I'd always hope you guys might be able to do a show on someday is uh, these weird autoimmune diseases that people just seem to develop and they can't tell they can't tell me how I got it or where I got it. But I mean, I was a, I fixed photocopiers 30 years, breathed in all that shit. I was a restored cars for a hobby. So I've been welding for 30 years. Hmm. Um, just, you know, you think you're 20 years old forever. And all of a sudden, like I'm probably one of your older listeners too. I'll be 60 in three years. So, um, I don't I know mean, how many other old farts like me guys like get off and listening to you guys, uh, Guys like Dr. Frank Ieda. Guys like Dr. Frank Ieda have been having some luck with some of that autoimmune stuff. Frank Ieda, John Brisson. Yeah, Brisson's the one. Yeah, he's good. Um, yeah, I remember some of the episodes with him. But it's I think Nikki's kind of older than myself, you too. You know, James. You're not the oldest listener, if it helps. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, oh, I feel like I'm 85 most of these, so it's uh, check out our, out, uh, check out, out our outlawed feed. I think two episodes ago, Dr. Frank Ayata was, was on and he's a naturopathic doctor. And we talked about, uh, some of the autoimmune stuff and how, you know, you might not be able to get rid of it completely, but you can definitely lessen the expression of the, the genetic part of the disorder or whatever, whatever it is, you know, like he, he does, there is some things that might be able to help. So. Yeah, it's been a really bizarre journey because, like, I knew there was something wrong with me for years, and all I got told was by doctors was I was fat and I was lazy and yeah. don't got you know yeah. you don't have the energy to do anything about it yourself. You're useless. You know, I, I heard it all right to my face with doctors, and yeah. uh, going gluten free started uh, feeling a bit better. And I did that before I was diagnosed and dropped sixty pounds in three months by just stop eating bread. Yeah, and. Uh, but the RSO helped quite a bit. I was able to get it locally here in Halifax till the uh, HRM police decided to raid the uh, the pot shop last year. And really? So that, yeah, yeah. Oh, God forbid they were selling. And you had to have a medical. You had to have medical papers. You had to have a you know a doctor's consent to get it, even though weed was legal. And they still shut the goddamn place down. And it was somebody who had actually worked with because Rick Simpson's originally from Nova Scotia. And it was somebody who had actually worked with them. So this guy was making them in capsules. It was, oh, it's the best I felt in 20 years. And then gone, you know, so that kind of kicked me off my stool a little bit too, but you know, well, hopefully you can get back on. Yeah. I'm, I got to figure out a way to get it. I just don't have the capability to make it myself or to buy it in quantities to make it. But uh, it uh, it really helps just about everything. Like everything that feels lousy felt, felt a little bit better when I took the oil before bed every night, and just, including it, sleeping better too. Oh, it's just sad how this is what the Canadian healthcare system is now, right? You know, something that makes you feel better that's not giving you a bunch of side effects. And you know is 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 busted, and it's just disgusting what's happening. Yeah, it it absolutely is. It it's, it just sickens me, you know. And they're they're just so gung ho. Nova Scotia is a horrible place to be. It's been an awful place to be during this this 
whole COVID bullshit, the, the lockdowns. We weren't allowed to travel between different counties up until just two weeks ago. I think they lifted that. Wow. You cannot go in a store here without a mask, or you'll you'll be you'll be out on your ass, and you'll be charged with trespassing if you try to go back again. So, like with my lung problems, I have a really hard time wearing a mask. I could probably get an exemption from my doctor but it's not worth the argument and getting thrown out of Sobeys and not being able to go back and buy groceries again you know yeah, so yeah, yeah. I just I just I just hate it. everybody in my family has gotten vaccinated and thinks it's the greatest thing since sliced bread and I'm just sitting here shaking my head going you know because it was funny I, I when the bird flu I think it was about eight or so years ago came out got into that one by my ex-wife getting that vaccination for that and that's when the flare-up with the sarcoid really started to come back to life and I just started going downhill after that and I can't even change like I can't take any new medications now without my body going wonky and causing all kinds of problems so I'm to no way in hell I'm taking that freaking poisonous thing and what it could do to me and it's good to hear like-minded voices uh, listen to a podcast and hear what, what I consider to be some of the sanest voices in the country and with a good sense of humor in there. I really need the, uh, the humor aspect back into my life, and uh, you guys were always generous with that. Hey, I'm one of the original listeners to the, the, the first uh, the Mushroom episode. So. Oh. oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, those, 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 are good, those are cool. Mushroom epilogues. Yeah. yeah s- speaking of the, uh, you know, like the, the jab and your and your condition there, and don't forget in the papers and their official documents, like you got something to stand on because it says it doesn't work the same for immunosuppressed people and people with an immuno uh, conditions. So, you know, it's right in there. Like, hey, you got to be careful with that thing. So. I'm more scared of the vaccination than I am of getting COVID. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you, I'd rather, yeah. give me the give me the goddamn COVID. If it kills me, it kills me. I don't really care, you know. It's, it, uh, but I'm not going to accidentally kill myself by taking some stupid friggin' toxic mess, you know. When they spend five, six years to typically design vaccines that are supposedly relatively safe, I think in hell I'm going to take a vaccine that was just. Yeah, it's experimental. Oh, yeah. And uh, and it's going to be all, they're going to have all these new virus, variants coming up every year, and it's going to be a new shot every year. It's going to be a rolling thing. It's never going to stop. That's my opinion of it. But, never going to stop. And they're just so sheepish here in Nova Scotia. It's awful. They're yeah. Just, yeah. People fighting each other and people phoning the cops and ratting each other out oh. because they were having people in their, in their house. You know, somebody called 911 on a restaurant that said they had illegal customers in there and the cops show up to raid this, uh, I think it was a Tim Hortons actually, and they were all the mannequins that the manager had put in the seats so people wouldn't use them. They had oh, masks on God. the mannequins and the cops. <laughs> RCMP shows up to raid this bloody place. For some mannequins, like that's how ridiculous it's gotten. People just ratting on each other. It's it's, uh, it's sickening. It just I don't want anything to do with society almost anymore. I'm, I wasn't too fond of it to start with for the last few decades, but uh, this nonsense is really 
really pushed me over the edge and not wanting to have anything to do with anybody. Wow. I know what you mean, dude. That's crazy. I mean, I feel pretty grateful to be in Alberta right now. I mean, we're pretty, you know, there's no ratting each other out here at least anyways, but I, I'm still, I, I know what you mean about the society, dude. I just, this is the, most, uh, the time I just want to stay at home really <laughs> for the first time in my life. Uh, if I had the money and the ways and the means, I'd, I'd be in Alberta. Some of, you, just, uh, some of you people in the YouTube chat are ruthless, man. Jesus. All right. <laughs> well, um, sorry, I just had to say that. Like, I don't pay attention to the YouTube chat, son. You can't watch the YouTube chat. man. You know? They're getting pissy because they can't get through? Or? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Uh well, man, try to keep your head up, you know. Yeah. Like, and we're, we're all rooting for you. Yeah. You can yeah, always get well, another. Hey, not look, to leave you. Not, you can always not get another you wife. wife. Uh, my wife's going to want me. Guy living on $14,000 a year. And oh, yeah. Living in his grandma's apartment. And, oh, God. Mexico, Russia, Spain. Chinese, Filipino. You got it. You're good. American women, I don't know, but you know, I haven't dated a white woman for thirty some years. Actually, my last, my wife and my few previous girlfriends were all Native American. So maybe I should try something white. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it, change it, look. Uh, yeah, something's got to. Things eventually got to get better, and that's uh, right. You know, lighting the void in Grime America were two, my, my two top go-to podcast for so long and uh, I just wanted to really thank all you guys all three is for everything you've done and for getting help and get Randall out on uh, his own podcast now you know like I, I just I saw it and I haven't listened to any episodes yet but I just absolutely loved all those extra long episodes you guys did with Randall and if I ever win the lottery I'm telling you for America is going to be uh, getting a big fat check and I'll be attending every goddamn contact in the cabin there is well we hope you do yeah thanks man and and yeah i hope you're doing okay and keep in touch like yeah send send us an email or keep in touch if you ever need to vent or chat or whatever hopefully you have a better 2021 sir thanks for calling i appreciate it guys and again keep up the great work and thank you so much for all the years of all the fantastic information and entertainment that you guys are providing for me and thousands of other folks and same goes to you too joe love the into the void and uh how's reverend dan doing quick before i go is he he's doing it he's still, still with kicking. us or is he he's you can't he's still you can't kicking. hold that awesome. guy down yeah he's still kicking he's still doing great oh that's so good to hear that's so good to hear i only saw you have a few episodes on youtube or on one itunes now so i'll get caught up on what's up there but uh that's awesome to hear he's doing good thanks you thank you so much guys I'm sorry thanks buddy hey, here, but, uh, what, was your, what was your name again just wanted to say i love you steve nova oh yeah scotia. right thanks, steve. Nova scotia. Thanks, buddy. thanks steve have a good weekend okay guys take See care you, love you take care love you i will start winding this thing down are my kids still calling joe uh no. <laughs> what? I mean, it looks like they are trying. Yeah, last one was 826. I got an 801 coming through right now. Wow. 
It ain't stopping. I'm telling you guys, man. Like this it's is going to be one of those uh, marathon shows. It's just never going to stop. You think? I don't think it's going to stop. Man. Excuse me. Eight zero one. You're on the Earth, Ground America. Who are we speaking with? Hello. Hi. My name's Barry. Who's this? This is Grimerica. Okay, sick, sick. <clears throat> it's cool to see that you guys are on your 500th episode. That's dope. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. I'm on 550 with my podcast right now, and it's been really fun, honestly, at this point. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Man, I lost the connection to that guy. What? What? What is... Uh... Are they calling from different area codes? Yeah, this is a troll. You get that troll machine. It's probably it says uh my kids say they're trying to call now. Let's try and get my kids through so we can get out of here. All right. If you're not uh Darren's kids, Stop. I'm gonna hang up on you. Yeah. It's gonna be four oh three. It's bloop 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 bloop. There it is. Hello? Are you calling? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Oh. Who's this? Congratulations, Daddy. Oh. Thank you, sweetie. That's adorable. Are you nervous? Um, a little bit, yes. Oh, well, I love you. Thanks for putting up with all the podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, you too. Okay, I'll be up soon, okay? Okay. I love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Should we call that a wrap? Yeah, dude, that'd be a good way to end it right there, I wow, think. Wow, how cute is that? Well, that was adorable, right? They've yeah. been trying for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> There's still people calling in. I'm just saying, like, it ain't going to stop. Well, that's good to know. We can keep doing call-in shows. Right? Yeah, yeah, we for can, sure. Maybe we'll have to do more of these, I guess, clearly. If we can do four hours of people calling nonstop. And I guess we'll have yeah. to try and do one every three months or something like that. Well, you could also, uh, there's a whole bunch of sound clips on these uh, voicemails, too. So, Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah, can you, so you can send them over to us? and Yeah. 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 Awesome. All right. Well, uh, we're sorry if you didn't get through. I guess we're finally at the point where if we do a call-in show, we can't promise that everyone's going to get it. Wait, wait, wait. You got 14 minutes. That would kind of be weird to cut it off there, wouldn't it? Oh, right, because we're doing your radio show. We're on the radio. Okay, we'll do 14 more minutes. All right, bring in another caller. All right, here we go. 707 area code. You're on the air with uh, Grand America. Oh, sorry. Who's speaking with? How are you boys doing? Good. Carbuncle. How hey, you Carbuncle. Okay. Did you get my email? Um, I haven't been to the office today. Kind of a crazy weekend. Uh, the lady's birthday. Took her out on the boat. All the whatnots. Beautiful sunshine. Um, yes, I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm just in, in excited to talk to you boys. Holy shit. Um, I. I, I noticed Joe Roop, you're 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 holding it down so damn hard. I wanted to give you a little love here. Thanks, man. So I got I got a little beef for you to gnaw on here. A what? I 
I got a little, I got a little beef for you to gnaw on. So, um, basically I completely amateur to the, to the magical arts. I happen to find myself living with a, a Freemason and a Canadian. And I ha- I just picked up quite a few things of what, what Taguan, um, in, in his ceremonial magic and he incorporated me in a little bit. And, um, at a certain point I kind of went rogue. I was home alone by myself, a couple beers in. I, at the, at the time was super into prepping and, um, had like maybe, you know, a dozen knives kind of magnet strapped to the, to the stabbing cabin. And, yeah. and I, given what I saw him doing, I kind of did, I just went rogue like, like that Mickey Mouse character in the first scene of Fantasia (laughs) and, and just started cutting the air in the directions of the, of, of North and South and then stabbed probably a dozen knives into the center of my kitchen table. Um, and my, my entire world sort of decomposed or that's, that might be the, the wrong word, but do you, do you have, do you have any, um, advice for a like a mickey mouse novice i'm just a lonely carpenter in the northern california coast i might have stabbed i might have i might have fractured the matrix and um it it literally took me uh marrying a sicilian and moving to europe to 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 kind of shake whatever that that monkey was that, what do you that, mean that what what monkey like what happened did you have a did you have some kind of uh, out of body experience? Did you lose your awareness? No, like, no. It seemed to be sort of this this synchronistic, um, like the the end of a phase, the end of an era. I was this was I was running like what would have been if I had continued turned into a cult. Um, it was a permaculture yoga, like underground punk rock. Um, sort of educational facility. I had interns coming and going. The city wouldn't let us do yoga for, in, for insurance purposes. So I, I just fronted everything and, and called it free. Um, the only way to get around putting a slab in. So the, the entire, the entire, um, the, the whole thing kind of slowly, uh, crumpled away. One aspect at a time, my, my career shifted. I, I quit the electricity thing. I just started working for the dudes on the mountain. Um, I don't know. Uh, far, far, the farmers. We oh. call that. Call it that. Yeah. And every everything kind of just shifted. Uh, but I, I feel like that I, I sliced through uh, so, something. And I, if I could put a pin on it, that would be the moment. And... Is, is there, should, I guess I'm asking, is, is there anything that, that I should do to, to put some, some ointment on that scab? Am I in? Are you, are you saying that, I mean, is it, are you being metaphorical or literal when you say you slice through something? No, no, I didn't. No, no. I, I stabbed all the knives into a table and I lit candles and the frankincense and, you know, like all the shit I saw the guy doing. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, kind of like apprentice, like whole, like 
sneaking into the workshop after hours. You know what I mean? But he was slicing, well, slicing the air and slicing the, his reality at the same time. Yeah. So, so did this guy tell you why you were doing those things? Did he explain them to you what they meant and all that stuff? There was there was a few there was a few um, introductory sessions that he he had um, some new some newbies. I'm not really familiar with the terminology, but some some unaffiliated people come in and he, he introduced the uh, protection ritual and some banishing rituals and just basic you know uh, foundational stuff and I but I was also watching it. I was living with them. He was he was very fascinating Canadian. I have, I mean, Darren and Graham, I, I fell in love with you guys on the first episode. I found you through Randall via Greg Carlwood. Um, and I, I just, there's something about, I don't, I don't know if that's racist. We're all North American, but there's something about the Canadian spirit that just gets me going. Huh. I just fucking no doubt. eh? you know, like that fucking <laughs> let's, let's get her done. eh? <laughs> <laughs> that's Thanks. pretty good that's like right on the nose well I mean I don't know like I would just start with meditation just uh, there's a book a really good book called um, it's probably a lot more basic than whatever this guy was doing but it's called uh, Kabbalah you know the, um, the great work of uh, I can't even think right now Kabbalah magic and the great work of self transformation by Liam Thomas Christopher and that's about as basic as you're going to get. But a lot of that, times when well, people, that book, that book is, I'm, I'm having deja vu because I've, I've written that book in a, in a note, a notepad in my iPhone from listening to you before, um, either chatting with these boys, uh, or another, I listen to Gordon white. And every time I try to try to pursue this, it feels intimidating because of that thing that I did huh. I fuck with the broom or something. Yeah, do you probably need to do some kind of like cleansing or maybe just like, here's another thing too. Magic isn't for like everybody, but you have to understand that we're all doing it every day regardless. Uh, But I know that the golden dawn structure of magic, that ritual form of magic is good for you. Uh, It depends on where you are in your life. It will break things down sometimes and push you through a a higher, happier self sometimes too. But um, uh, if if you're just into manifestation stuff like that, then you know uh, chaos magic works. So I don't know. I'm kind of confused as to what happened to you, honestly. Still after all that. Yeah, I guess I guess I am too. I thought I thought my um, I try to I try to colorize something exciting and bring a little love to the Joe Roop side of this. I, <laughs> I saw you holding it down. Oh, I appreciate just, it, man. And just bringing it, bringing it big for the boys. This is the first time, first time, long time. I skipped the intro. Hi, boys. First time, long time. Um, <laughs> yeah, love, to, love to see you soon. I'm signed up for Zion next year. Um, Zion's and, epic. You know, anything I can it. do, happy, happy Cinquecento. Anything I can do, let me know. Well, you can make my fake papers. I, I, I got you. I got you, dog. Fucking right. I appreciate it. We're in there. I appreciate it. That's, I there. mean, that's amazing. I got, I got a homeboy. It turns I, I kind of did a little digging and my homeboy, um, is, is actually, he's friends with, uh, Phoenix Enigma and he's kind of in the, in the, in the Q world, but, 
um, you know, those dudes are cool. We, we, I, I love all people. We love all people. Is Q um, still going? But he's got a hook. He's got a hook on all kinds of wonderful, wonderful um, uh, side roads or what, what you call it, PDFs. Right on. Rambo and Rambo, it's 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 been um, it's been a pleasure talking to you boys. I should let you wrap up. That was the cutest thing in the world. Hearing Darren here and your girls call in. Goodness gracious. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, they're great. I got great kids. They love you, Daddy. Well, I th- that was we cute, love man. you. I really was. We all love you. Let us thanks, know. Joe. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, Graham. Let us know how that goes, man. Try try something out and uh, let us know how that goes. <laughs> Meditation is 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 always a good baseline. There you go. I I, I kind of grew up a hippie, um, and meditation is, is sort of something I'm supposed to do and have a bad habit of getting getting around to it, but there you go. Maybe that's it. You have to get back yeah, sure. to it. Grambo Grambo Rambo. One last thing I'd like to say is there there's some there's some beautiful magic in uh my my interests collide in in sort of like a caricature caricature of the both of like if the things that I would like to be like um in 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 in, in the aspects that, that you Darren represent that that's the epitome of that and Graham you have you have this this beautiful other side that that somehow they collide and I, I'm not sure how that's two people or if that's four people or <laughs> it's all it's it's the most wonderful conversation that I've ever had the pleasure of listening to. Thank you very much, sir. That's uh, we got to get you listening to more conversations, but that's very <laughs> humbling, and we're very uh, we're very happy to hear it. It's a lonely carpenter out in the woods. I think I know what he's trying to say. Yeah, but it's it's interesting. We are totally different, and I I feel like I don't know if you've, but I feel like over the years, just to wrap crazy. this up. Darren and do you do I? No, Darren and I Darren and I have kind of switched like in some ways we've sort of uh both transformed into the op- like we've almost done this I feel like it's almost like this this DNA helix kind of thing where like I was one way and he was this way and then we've sort of switched uh switched roles in a lot of ways. I could I could point out probably 5 Absolutely. to 10 things, 5 to 10 things that we've sort of sw- switched on hmm. from our from our our, from our uh, intention and politics and, and aspirations and all, all kinds of stuff, I feel like. Our beliefs. Even. Absolutely. I, I, that's a, it's, been, it's been wild to watch you guys. I've been around since probably 250 or so. Um, it's, it's, been, yeah, it's been wild and, and uh, synchronistic to my own life and my own values and hunting and uh, spirituality and all these. these yeah, it's. It's it's insane to um, have witnessed that. It's been insane to have been along for the ride, sir. And uh, we appreciate the call. And I can't wait to meet you in uh, in Utah next year. Well, I have yeah, a fucking time. You're not coming to Arizona. I'm I'm so I'm I'm trying to convince my New Mexico buddy, who's probably forty miles away from Ben Davidson, got some crazy. Santa Fe permaculture, 
vibe. You guys would all love him. I'm going to try to convince him to come out to Arizona because it's right next door. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. When I when I signed up for Zion, I almost signed up for the both on the spot, but budgetarily speaking, I got to be reasonable. So, well, we hope to see you. And I'd love to see you, Joe. I'd love to meet you there. Right on, buddy. Thanks so much. Right on, Carbuncle. You have a lovely weekend out there. Thanks again for calling. That's it. Phones are done. That's it. That's it. All right. We're sorry for the people that uh, didn't get in onto the Gramerica Call-In Show 500. Maybe we'll do one of these every, you know, I was going to say every 100, but that would be like every two years. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's okay. That's okay with me. If I would have had that that other phone system, which we will next time, you know, most people wouldn't have to keep calling in. But you would, I, I swear, dude, you guys would have filled up that one too. So it's fine. Right on. Well, That's we appreciate weird, all of you guys for uh, 500 episodes. Uh, America.ca slash support, guys, if you can, when you can. Of course, we do want to do 500 more. We wouldn't have made it through the last 400 if it weren't for the few hundred people that are supporting us already or signed up for Outlawed or Rockfin or stuff like that. And we just want to keep going and growing and trying to change the world over here. So if you can, when you can, check out grandamerica.ca slash support and sign up for that monthly. Make that one-time donation. Um, get uh, Return the value if you are getting some value from the podcast over the last 500 shows. Other than that, audiobooks. love you. Are we going to do all that? Audiobooks, adultbrain.ca, if you want to get in on that audiobook action, The Secret Doctrine, of course, uh, Cosmogenesis, available as an audiobook for the first time in the history of the planet. Uh, volume 2, Cosmoge- uh, Anthropogenesis, is coming right away. <laughs> well, not right away, but... The Secret Teachings should be available, like, any day. So that's all over at adultbrain.ca. We'll bring you over to all the audiobooks we produce. Uh, we love you, motherfuckers. Here's to 500 more. Thank you very much, Joe Root, for helping us run those calls. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Five pink flamingos and a few flamenco dancers. They're in the kitchen, and they're baking day of the dead cookies. And I step into the kitchen And I'm like, let me have a looky See what kind of cookie you're cooking up And they're looking up at me, skeptical And I point next to my spectacles And I'm wearing a Maroon Harvard t-shirt Yeah, I know I'm a smart cookie, but I'm no psychic You can come and ring my bell But where we're gonna end up in the future, I can never tell I can never tell Me and five of my best friends And a few of my enemies We're at the coffee shop And we're settling our differences Benjamin Otto pulls out a game of Chinese checkers and he orders a cappuccino and I pick blue and he picks red and you pick yellow and I'm wearing a tie-dye peace sign t-shirt yeah I know I'm a peacenik but I ain't no hypocrite 
You can come and ring my bell But where we're gonna end up in the future I can never tell I can never tell One bell One man And with my sense of smell I can smell the salt in your tears And I can sense your fears You're hoping for a bit of divinity In this worldly vicinity And you understand the fragility of the human vessel and you sit Indian style like a pretzel And you levitate to a transcendental state when you meditate And you levitate to a transcendental state when you meditate And you levitate to a transcendental state when you meditate